saber que fue un fracaso el festejo y el centenario todo un desmadre. Ay, 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 hombre de la vez, en la final de la liga contra los tigres valieron madre. Well, I couldn't think of a better way to uh, jump into the uh, Cantina Mekis podcast with uh, a nice Cantina version of <laughs> Cielito Lindo that was played by the Tres Triste. You know, that's one of those uh, tongue twisters in Spanish. I can never get it right. Tres Tristes Tigres that uh, played that in their in their homenaje to to the uh, Liga Emeki's final, which Tigres, of course, won last Christmas in shocking and dramatic fashion and uh, very enjoyable for, for all those uh, involved. My name is John Jagu. Thank you guys for joining us. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Cantina Emeki's podcast. We have a lot to get to tonight. Uh, we have a well, I'm not going to lie. It's, I think I think it's the the executive version of the podcast. We have a, a, a fellow gentleman uh, is joining us from California. I'm talking about Joel Aceves. Joel, good morning, good evening, and good and, and good night. How are you? Qué John. Qué me dices, Joel? Hey, you know what? Listening to that, to the three sad tigers, it, it's something I've been talking about how how creative Mexicans can be. And and just how they they use uh, Cielito Lindo, how, how they just you know they they use the tone the, the you know the tune of that and and uh, to to make fun of Ame is just pretty funny, and 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 I just think why can't we do that at the stadium, you know the the best we could come up with is is just one one chant one word one word chant. Right. And, uh, not only that, but, uh, you know, the whole Cielito Lindo thing, which, uh, I think the first time I heard that at a stay in this, well, not in actually in this physically in the stadium, but, but heard it sung in the crowd was when they scored, uh, Mexico scored against Ireland in Orlando. And, uh, and then, and, and of course, you know, when you, you know, you see that for the first time, you start singing along. It was, uh, it was. <laughs> It was a, a, a pretty good moment for, for Mexico. That was the first time I ever heard that song. So I'm going to say, I don't know if they'd done that. Uh, pre- cause I know they definitely didn't do it in, in 1986 in the World Cup in 86. I, I think the Spanish fans had been doing it in, uh, during the during the U.S. 94 World Cup. So we kind of borrowed, borrowed it. We borrowed, our, we borrowed our own song. Is that what you're saying, Joel? Well, the song originally is from Spain, though. Uh, like Don Quixote from Spain. I mean, come on. <laughs> we, I mean, we our version is the the famous one, the world famous one. But uh, uh, no, no. But but I mean, I I do think we have a lot of material to borrow from, and you know the whole because FMF is still dealing with with that chant, and there could be repercussions, and it's like it's it's pretty juvenile now from the fans, and it. Oh, they're they're not going to be repercussions. There, there, there have been repercussions. There will continue to be repercussions. I mean, no, I, I mean like the stadium ban. I mean, I should I should say more repercussions, like getting yeah. the stadium banned, or or maybe even you know getting booted from a tournament. Well, I mean, you know, it's a point deduction. I mean, there there's a whole you know list of things that that uh, that could happen. I mean, we need to we need to pull that. And, and, and so that we don't, uh, you know, speculate as far as what the 
That, and that's yeah, the thing, penalties man. are. We have so much stuff to borrow from, you know, the, the, especially that the Mexican culture uh, lends itself to, and and we're stuck with <laughs> just yelling puto, man. It's like... Well, it's, it's like I told you uh, when Guadalajara beat uh, America 3-0 at the Azteca. I mean, I'm thinking... You know, you have easily the you know the most famous Mexican song on the planet is has has the title of your city in it. You know, and I've I just I've never understood why the fans don't. Maybe they did in the past. I know they played like little snippets of it in the stadium and stuff. But I mean, honestly, I mean, you hear, you know, you, you hear that song, and you know, I've said it many times on the show. Me se me pone la La piel bien chinita when I hear that song, and and and, and you know, it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even from Guadalajara. I can't imagine what it's like, you know, hearing that being from Guadalajara. Yeah, it's one of the things that got me, that got me into the team when I first, uh, you know, started watching games. I mean, seriously, Guadalajara is such is such a great song that that even when it's butchered like this. <laughs> It still sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that is the king, though. That is true, and he did sing it at the he did sing it at the Perla down in the down in the Mirador, which is uh, again, if you've never been there, uh, be sure it's 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 one of those places to see you before you die. It's one of the coolest. It's probably the coolest bar on the planet. He's in Acapulco, but he sings Guadalajara. Exactly my point. Because what else? What else is he going to sing? Loaded. What else is he going to sing? He probably was loaded. Yeah. So you, th- thank you for making my point, Joel. We got a big weekend, you and I, Joel, coming up. Oh yeah. Yes, John. Pumas Chivas opening week. Uh, first match of the season for both teams. We'll have to we'll have to dig into that a little bit later before we uh, we we can't. Uh, not introduce the rest of the panel. We can't. We can't just dominate the conversation. However, we have to be at least, at least somewhat, <laughs> at least somewhat polite. So, with that, uh, without further ado, we will introduce uh, over in Kyle, Texas, our technical director of the Cantina Mekis podcast and social media director, computer saboteur. Now, you're in information security. So, does that mean that you're a legalized hacker? Uh, I don't know if there are legal aspects to it, but, uh, well, actually there is. Um, yeah, most, most commonly referred to like an ethical hacker. An ethical hacker. People give me, companies give me legal rights to mess around with their computers. Right. So yeah, loads of fun. I would say on the, uh, on the, the chant, the one word chant and all that stuff though, uh, there's really no organization. Like Mexican fans are pretty much just like you know drunkards that go out to have fun. Well, not all of them. Let's <laughs> let, let, let's be honest. There's not enough, you know, organization to go. Like maybe Pancho Villa's army could do it here in the U.S., but in Mexico, there's no one that goes. You just go to have a fun time. You know what? That's actually a really good point. I think that we should we should talk to uh, 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 Sergio or Juanito, yeah, and uh, and Sergio and say, hey man, you know. Maybe y'all should give the example. Yeah, because you see that in Argentina, like they they come out with stuff. Even when we played El Salvador a while back, um, they showed like their fans out in the yard practicing with drums and all kinds of stuff. They they were these were organized. They had like a porra section and stuff. Right. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you know. It's, uh... Well, yeah. I mean, you, just, you have to remember there's there's different crowds that go to different games. So uh, let's uh, let's not forget. But of course, I'm talking to Albert uh, Albert Campachikis is what we like to call him. Uh, he is in Kyle, Texas, and he joins us. 
Wait, wait. Uh, Chiki's raised an interesting point about organization. Well, let Chiki say hello first. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good evening. Good to be here, guys. All right, Joel, as you were saying. No, no, the, the whole organization, I just thought about because in Mexico, all these, you know, pretty much all of the teams have their own, you know, their own uh, support groups which sing songs for their teams. But when it comes to the national team, these support groups won't even come together to, you know, yeah. to make similar, similar. And, and if they do, we, we just, it's not there where we could hear it. Well, I think it's one of the reasons why, um, why Mexico should seriously consider moving their qualifiers to different parts of the country. Cause I think the different parts of the country support the teams differently. And, you know, I, you know, I see enthusiastic crowds in Monterrey and I've seen Mexico play in Monterrey in the past, and I think that, you know, maybe that would be a, a good starting place, you know, reward, you know, reward the fans for, you know, for, but, but, for, for being loyal to their clubs by giving them a game like this. And I'm going to need to latch on to this more. And how much is this also with the Federación? Because if, if uh, you know, if they don't give tickets, if, if the fans, if those fans don't get tickets to sit together, then they, they can't be able to organize. So, okay. Well, one thing I noticed when I, went to the, when I went to Mexico City for the Canada game, uh, the people surrounding us were uh, Pumas fans, and they spent the whole game just on tirades yelling at all the American, all the American players like Layun and just cussing at them, saying how they suck. So, so to me, I get the impression that it's, it's more like a club over country type of thing, and the national team is sort of second and not really important to at least some fans where they, they rather their club and hate National play, national team players there from Chivas or America. Rivals, yeah. Now, now, Chivas, you're not, you're not, you're Chiquis rather. You're not under oath, right? <laughs> you're under no obligation. All right. Did uh, while you were there, did you uh, were you infected with with the virus for a little bit? Did you give did you give a like you a little what for while you were there, just to kind of blend in and make it look like you're you're one of them? <laughs> maybe maybe a little, not too much, man. But they were they were getting annoying a little bit, so. I didn't want to join them fully. I did laugh at them because there, was, there wasn't even the men that were doing this. You had like women that were just. Yeah. Was it funny uh, at least? Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. Her potty mouth as anything, man. <laughs> Passing up all kinds of stuff. You know, we talked yeah, about. Did you learn some new words? Uh, no, that's a typical, typical. But, you know, combination of words was, was quite creative. But I was like, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Well, you know, there's a lot to be said about, about, about someone as a wordsmith who can use a, a, and I'm from Texas. Well, I'm not from Texas, but I live in Texas. We call them cuss words as every part of speech. You know, that is, that is just, just a, a, a real talent to be able to do that, you know, as a, as a noun, a verb, an adjective, an adverb, you know, the, the, the and also as a, you know, as the subject, the predicate, the object, the direct object, object, the preposition. I mean, there's just, there's so many ways just, you know, it's really, it's really impressive really impressive to be able to do that. So it sounds like you were, you were in a, a group with a bunch of uh, linguists and scholars. Yeah. They were educated at UNAM. They were slinging that out like no other. Man. I was impressed. That is fan. Fantastic. And uh, a good, uh, a good recommendation for, for, for what one, 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 one might expect when going to Seu to watch Pumas play, especially if you sit next to the, uh, well, there's the rebelde, there's the the rebelde, right? And there's the the ultra. Those are the two 
big barras there. They're at the at Seoul. Yeah, we need to go do that, Chiquis. We, you know, we need to go down and catch a catch a Pumas game one weekend. Because you know they fly from here now, right? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, we can fly down Saturday night, catch the game, come back Sunday. <laughs> That'd be slick. Yeah, and I got I got family there in Mexico City, so I can just hook up with them. Oh, yeah, so do I. Hey, I've, I've never asked Chiquis, but you're a Pumas fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, Ch- Chiki's officially. Uh, remember, he cambió gatos last week. He 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 switched. <laughs> he switched cats and is now is now a, now a Tigres fan. Oh, he's a, yeah. he jumped. Well, cambió right. right. Se puso rayas. Se puso, That's right. Se puso rayas, but <laughs> no, he's never been in your face with the club. He's one of the more gentlemen, gentleman like conducts I've seen from a sports fan. Is say has it must be Alberts. They've been sort of quiet as of late, so like whenever they play America or Chivas or something, I'll get into it. But in general, they've been quiet. Like back when they were back when Hugo Sanchez was with the team, I was loving it. Saw some good time. It was, yeah. Good stuff. Well, we have another gentleman that has joined us, and uh, out in in Southern California, in Escondido. Yeah. Dan, is 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 it cold enough to have a fire in Escondido right now, or are you? Uh... It's cold enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I probably shouldn't complain. I'm not complaining, but low forties. Wow, I think it's, it's actually colder there than it is here. And of course, it's like fifty here, and I got a fire going because you know, like I said earlier. I was impressed. I saw the video. Fifty degrees in Texas is, uh, you know, that's our, that's like you know parka weather for us. So I gave up. I'm I'm using those logs now, like basically those. Those candles that they basically—they're basically candles, right? The, saw, yeah, those, the sawdust soaked in kerosene. Yeah, those. They don't exactly smell like burning wood, but whatever. It 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 it, it heats up the 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 living room. That looks nice. Glad to have you aboard, Dan. Twenty seventeen. I think uh, I think your I think your boys in green could uh, could surprise a few folks. Yeah, the the team goal is to get thirty to get to thirty points, which is basically was it winning winning a winning at home and tying away almost. But uh, oh, and uh, happy New Year to everybody! Oh, I thought you were I thought you were jiggling a drink. I was like, man, that sounds like I'm oh no, no. Those I, it's, it's I am uh, I'm definitely <laughs> jiggling a drink, man. It's a this is the cantina. It is. It, is a, yeah. it would be appropriate. And I wanted to break out the the, the Tullamore No, oh, good um, for you. For our my Irish uh, friends. <clears throat> I, I I am uh, myself am enjoying a a little fresquecita here on the Cantina Mecca's podcast. Thirty points is very ambitious. Uh, you know, I'm thinking if you if you got like twenty four, you would be pretty happy. Yeah, um, but you know, aim high. Sure. I guess. Um, but I, I honestly think, I mean, obviously a lot of things would have to go right, but I think the team can do it, though. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I've been listening or reading a lot of uh, negative commentary on on Chepo, and I, I think I, I'm, I'm slowly trying to trying trying to trying to trying to harness my my inner Joel. To... Wait, wait, Dan. Is is this commentary from fans or media? Oh, if, uh, you know, so- soccer fans from the boards. No, you you know, you know, we I've seen this, I've seen this many times, and 
And uh, it's a great way to become a villain once you're at the international team because it happened to Ojitos Mesa. And yeah, and he only ended up being the most successful coach of the 21st century in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What he what he had done with uh, Necaxa, I mean Mesa, Toros Mesa, and then at Toluca, it's very impressive. Then he goes to the national team and he failed hard. But after that, people would just talk really bad about him. I mean, it's almost as if whatever he did no longer counts. And then he went uh, to uh, Pachuca and lit it up. Yeah, he he came. He's he was still very successful, and and to this day, I mean, you you rarely hear good things about him. You know, and to, to be fair to him, I mean, the the talent level that the, that the you know that, that he had at Toluca was frankly not as good as what he had available to him on the national team. Of course, he had one of the you know the second greatest striker in, in Liga MX history playing playing for him, and that helps. Oh um, man, yeah. I mean, that guy couldn't miss. I mean, he was just a machine. Cardoso, ooh. Yeah, and you know, you know, I'm glad you bring that up, John, because uh, there's people now that I guess they're newer to the league and they see Guignac and they're like overly impressed with the with the Frenchman. It's like, yeah, if you would have seen, you know, Cardoso, he was he was way more dangerous. Yeah, I mean, because he could score from anywhere. I mean, he and he could rip it with the right or the left. I mean, Guignac obviously is is the same kind of. Player, which which I call uh, you know a, a tall player that isn't a, you know a, isn't a tronco, a guy that actually has you know a tall player with ball skills, and Cardoso is the same way. But yeah, he but, he scored, but he scored he scored much more frequently than than Gignac has. There's no question. Yeah, he scored way more goals. I think his record was about 26 goals one season. In a short season. Yeah, in a short season, which is like. That's pretty impressive. The, yeah, the best players get get up to twelve or fourteen. That's 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 a Messi Ronaldo numbers right there. They're, they're averaging fifty a year. Yeah, I mean he was scoring it at, at at a serious clip, and then he'd go to Paraguay and he couldn't. You know he you know he turned into a, a guy that just couldn't do anything. It was I mean, uh, sounds like Messi. <laughs> well, I mean Messi at least. I mean Messi at least. Uh, you know Messi. You know may. Miss some crucial shots in big games, but I mean, Messi gets them there. I mean, I, yeah, that's what I was saying. That. Messi yeah. gets the, without Messi, um, they don't qualify. And it's funny you mentioned that, Juan, because I remember watching when they had the uh, Copa America in Argentina, which I'm sure the pressure for you know the the you know the Argentines there, because uh, I mean, how many out of the 23 that play in in a, in a Copa America actually play in Argentina? I mean, I'm, I'm, I have to think that almost all of them, if if not, you know, you know, definitely. No less than twenty. All play. All play abroad. I've been playing abroad for their entire yeah, careers. They'll have like the third goalkeeper and and right and one or two bench guys. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I mean, I mean, imagine the pressure that those guys were under. You know, you know, you know playing playing at home, even though they never played. It's just it's got. And then I remember watching. I think I, I can't remember who it was again. Maybe it was against Uruguay when they, when they lost. Where their their entire game was give it to Messi, right? And Messi would have to go, and, and, the, and the scary part was he'd have to go through like six or seven guys, and he would almost score. I mean, he almost scored like three or four times, and it was it was just the saddest thing. It was like, it was like you guys are Argentine, you guys have to have the you know the most consistent, most talented you know individual players on the planet. You, know, you, you guys have surpassed Brazil, and and you guys are are, are so nervous and 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 and, 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 and so at, you know rattled that, that that the only thing you guys can do is 
is, is give it to your best player and, and hope he can weave his way through to score yeah. a goal. And it almost worked. <laughs> and, you know, and you know what, John? It, it's a different type of pressure because these guys are used to a lot of high pressure, high expectations, you know, playing for big teams and playing in, in all these top tournaments. But this is a whole different pressure where they're, they're representing their country. And, and uh, so it's, it's a whole different meaning for them. Sure. Sure. Well, I think it's clear when you when when after after they got bounced from the Centenario, I mean, he was ready to quit. I yeah. Mean, that, well, he that, did that, quit. That goes, yeah. I mean, but that goes to show how like how much the pressure got to him, and uh, not being able to to deliver in that key moment just. Well, there is this story, uh, Dan, about at uh, the club's World Cup, and uh, Barcelona played Real Madrid. I mean, Barcelona, Barcelona played, uh, River Plate. And, and so the story goes that Messi met in the locker room and he told the team, Hey, take it easy with this guys. Uh, you know, once we have the match win, no need to run up the score because then, uh, I'm never going to hear the end of it when I go back home. I heard the same thing. <laughs> when they played who? Who was it? River. Club World Cup. Oh, Bar- right. Barcelona River Plate. What was the final score? I don't remember, but that was when uh, you know they were they went easy. There was only eight nothing. They went easy on them. It was only eight. They, they it was a it, it was an easy win. I think it was like three one three zero something like that. Um, but yeah, I had heard the same thing that they kind of like kind of told everybody you know let's not run up the score basically. Too bad. Would you, do you think that if it was Boca Juniors, he would have had to have said it? Probably said the same thing. Probably more because Boca is is. More the more popular team. Well, he's from right. Newell's. I think he 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 was from Newell's. So I, don't, I mean, I don't think he's Boca or River. Oh, I know he don't care, but I mean, as far as like, no, and know, and they, the, he was getting harassed at the airport supposedly when he when he got to Tokyo from from the Argentine fans. I think they were already harassing him. It is funny though. It kind of remind it it, it it brings to mind the um, some of the commentary that that. I've heard, and I think I'm not sure if if Juan Carlos Osorio said this, but like the the expectations that the Mexican team has compared, <coughs> it's like their um, the expectations are there like similar to the, the that they would be for like Brazil and Argentina, except Mexico's never actually done it. Oh, all right, <laughs> testing out new buttons. All right, but uh, I I always I I, I kind of just. Part of me, you know, uh, trying to trying to be objective, does feel bad for the team because it's like this team has never actually done anything that warrants the expectations that that I'm going to say we we place on them. Because you know, hearing hearing this stuff about Messi, it's it's like you hear the same thing with the Mexican teams, except uh, we've never actually they they've never actually given us a reason to, to expect those things. Well, Dan, the thing the thing about it is, when you have everything, it's 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 like it's like the rich kid that the parents give them everything. I definitely wouldn't know this, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still broke, but go on. It's what I'm saying is that they have the infrastructure. If you think about just the amount of coaches that they've brought in that have you know, that have won World Cups, you know, that have won World Cups. 
So, I mean, the infrastructure, the money, it's – you get to a point where it's like they have everything. At some point, they have to start winning, and I think that's why, that's why they have the expectation. I mean, we're, we're not, we're not you, know, you know, Salvador. We're not Costa Rica. I mean, we have, we have money. We have infrastructure. We have TV. I mean, we have – I mean – Youth systems. Yeah, no, I, I, that, you bring up a valid point. I definitely think that – I don't know if any if 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 this would be like an accepted point of view globally, but I, I definitely think Mexico, generally speaking, has underachieved. And and you know when you said you know globally, yes, you know Korea, you know Japan, China, they they also have leagues, you know that that with pretty good infrastructure and money and stuff like that. But let's be honest, they really don't have the the, the footballing culture that 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 we have in Mexico. So that's I think that's why, you know. People will have that expectation that hey, we better do something. It's interesting that you bring up uh, China and, and those some of those Asian countries that that are bringing in a lot of money. Um, I, I, and I th- with the ten eight rule, I, yeah. I, I think the MLS even more so now because they're losing, they're going to be losing out on a lot of those players that they wanted to sign to a lot of these like uh, some of these Chinese teams. I I definitely think they're going to start looking. Um, at that Mexican market a little bit more. Yeah. But, but go, like to me, the Chinese market is, is, it would be the equivalent of, of the, uh, like the Qatari or the, you know, the middle Eastern leagues that, you know, they play that they, they don't mind playing, you know, paying Batistuta, you know, but obscene amounts of, but Ron, um, yeah. Ron, the, the Qatari league was getting these guys at the end of their career. Um, yeah. Chinese. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. China's like, getting them still in their prime, and yep. but that, like like Robinho and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, the players that okay, Robinho. Not Robinho. Passed. They they just signed Alex Whitstow. They signed they Oscar. Signed Oscar, 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 yeah. Or, or, which which uh which Dan MLS wouldn't have been able but, to get but, those guys. But but this goes. Well, back, this, I, this, but I think this, that's the market that they were trying to go after because I, I definitely think that. I don't know if they if this is something that they would admit to, but I, I think they they realize that going after the the has been star is is not it's not translating to success and it's not it's not improving the league and it's no, and it's not I really think, helping on any in any sense really. Do you, do you remember what what Nino Torres said when he went to uh, when he left Atlético Madrid when they were basically nobodies just you know a couple of years back and he went off to Liverpool. You remember the comment that he made? No. Uh, something along the lines where his his uh, his um, his representative, or whatever, basically said that if you don't go to a team that's constantly in, in the uh, in, in the Champions League, you're basically a nobody. And so he he went off to Europe. He went off to England for that because he wanted to be with a team that you know was constantly in the Champions League. So you know more more cameras would be you know showing him. And he'd be known, and he obviously more money, more revenues, and blah 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 blah. If you go to China, okay, yeah, they may be paying you obscene amounts, but I see China, I see China, how I see Mexico forty 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 years ago. That 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 China's market is bigger than anything that we have over here. No, no, I, I understand that, but I see China as Mexico forty years ago. On the, could, on, on the on the global stage. No, no, in the in the sense in, 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 in their own development of, of uh, as as a soccer playing nation. Well, well no, I well yes. And well, no, what they're but, trying to do though is skip a bunch of steps. 
and it's and it's not going to happen, and it's not going to work because I mean, honestly, when Mexico was playing the, when Mexico was playing the Liguillas in the nineteen seventies, how do you know it won't work though? I mean, if they have because, that because amount it, of because, money, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We had we had the money too, but the logistics have been killing us. I don't know if they had that kind of money. The logistics have been killing us. The the kind of money they're throwing at players, who arguably wouldn't be worth it, no one else would be paying those 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 sums. You know, I think it speaks to the amount of money they actually do have. I, uh, at the very least, they're, they're. Okay. I think they're definitely hindering the pro- the the growth of other leagues who who are anxious to try to woo players like that. And like you know, to John's point, he mentioned earlier that MLS was never going to get those kind of players. But I think that's what they want. Okay. And, okay. Well, eventually, it's what they want. But I mean, but yeah. It's, it's, my it's my, my, my point is this. My point is this. And to me, it's no coincidence that you have Uruguay, Argentina. And, 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 and Brazil that are all neighbors and have all won World Cups. Similarly to, to, to Spain, France, you know, Italy, they're very close by. One of the things that always hurt Mexico was we didn't have, we didn't have the U.S. In U.S. at the time didn't really, you know, invest much in soccer. Canada, no. Uh, for political reasons and, 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 and war and civil war in, in Central America, we didn't really have competition. So we well, were basically, we were playing I, in, I see in, your in, point, in, though. In a like, bubble. I guess, I guess that, yeah. that, that, that China, whatever they're doing, it probably won't translate to success. That's fair, but I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'm more interested in, in how it's going to affect. Um, I guess not not so much me, but like uh, the 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 region you, basically. You could be selfish, then it can affect you. We'll allow it. Well, you know, I, I just you know that, that that's kind of like where I guess where, with the vantage point where I was looking at it, I'm like I'm not so much concerned because I agree with you. I, I don't think any of these games ultimately work. I think ultimately time and an established culture is what would ultimately translates to success. You know that and obviously a lot of luck and organization, money and all that. But but just throwing money at it, I don't think is is well. It's been done before. I mean, uh, like you mentioned, Qatar's uh, some of those teams have thrown a lot of money at players, but. It doesn't. It's not exactly leading them to to to, you, when, when to I better see, play, I guess. You know, when I see China, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, Ronnie, about about China being forty years behind Mexico. Didn't didn't the Chinese team play in the Club World Cup last year? Uh, yeah, Guangzhou. Well, yeah, they did. Yeah. Like, like, who, like, who was it that they played in the yeah. Club World Cup? <laughs> Come on, Ho-El. let's hear it, dude. Push the button. Who was it? Who was it? <laughs> It's, and and was, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I think they I think they beat them, did they not? So yeah, so they did. Forty years but behind. But I think I think it was more more so America beating <laughs> themselves. Wait, wait a second. Made. Wait a second. Was was the ref involved? Is that why America lost? No, uh, that's actually <laughs> a game. Where's that's actually, John? That's actually a game that America. I mean, John. Just they had it, and they just pissed it away. I think they just you know they they screwed they were screwing around too much that week in Tedos and them there were so many. Uh, uh, goals that they could have scored, and they just fucked it up. And they just, they just <laughs> crashed the bird, dude. It's not because they, it's not because the Chinese team was good. It's because America just played bad. Oh, okay. They just, they just burnt. I mean, that's that's what pissed me off about that. That game. brings up another point, though. What, it, um, I'm curious: are those teams as competitive? Are, are those leagues as competitive as the Mexican? Because I kind of feel like that, and I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think if you rolled out any, maybe even up to the Top ten, maybe even top twelve teams of the Me- and Liga Mekis, and they would be able to perform at a at a basically at the same level as any other team would in in, in a similar uh, competition. 
like if if you picked any one of those top ten teams in in Liga MX and and had them in the World Cup, they would all perform relatively the same. Whereas I don't know how how these Asian teams are. If it's are they top heavy? Because it seems like those teams are about about equal level. At, they seem pretty equal to America. They didn't seem all that uh, inferior. I, by any I I honestly think Dan, it's it's the same it's the same thing that happens to Mexican teams where they play to the level of their uh, competition. Where like you know the the one game they can play. Head, you know, they're playing, you know, toe to toe against Brazil or Argentina, and then, you know, they play a, a team from the Caribbean, and they're basically, you know, uh, struggling. You know, uh, I th- I think it's one of those things. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to knock on on the Asian teams, you know, but I I I see I see like I said I see China like like Mexico was 40 years ago. You know, they're they're bringing in you know in the off seasons they're bringing in. Uh, you know they're playing their little pentagonales and stuff like that, bringing in Chelsea, bringing in Barcelona or whatever. Do, do you think yeah, that? Uh, do you think? Do you think La Volpe's uh, America played to the level of their competition? I honestly thought they were tired. Vamos, vamos, America, esta noche tenemos que ganar. I mean, I honestly, I honestly thought you know that they were tired. Yeah, did it look like they hadn't gotten enough sleep? No, I just think the jet lag, you know. Did they need their whoobies? Did they not have their whoobies on the field? Is that what happened? Uh, I think it's, I think Mexico, I think the calendar affects it. And like I said, the calendar is always affected the Mexican teams. You actually raised an interesting point. I would like to see uh, that, that Chinese team play a club world cup against America on, on this side of the world and see and see what their result would be. I think it would definitely probably a, a tell a different story. How, how do you coax the, the, the World Cup away from uh, from Japan? It's been done. It's been done. They played it's it in it. Morocco. They played it in, in the the, uh, the one of the Emirates. Uh, they, they bid it out. I mean, I've, I've been saying for years, Cancun, where is your stadium? Bid, you know, put a stadium there. You can bid for the Club World Cup. It'd be terrific. You know, who wants to go to no offense to Tokyo. It's a beautiful city, I know. But it's December. It's cold. You know, you want to go some you know, you know, make make it a treat for the for, for 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 the teams to go. Not that again, not that Tokyo isn't a treat. I know it's it's a, it's a, it's a it's a terrific city, but you know, it's chilly. That Miami team uh, in MLS is just hungry to get started. They'd be chomping at the bit. They're gonna have guys falling over themselves, you know, to get that big uh, designated player contract to go play in Miami. I mean, it, 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 Miami, if, if I'm not mistaken, is like the off-season hangout for 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 a lot of European soccer players. Is that is that correct? Well, just the states in general. Well, but I mean, but, but specifically Miami. Yeah, Carlos Vela goes there. He's uh, Miami. I see, honestly, I see with them more in Los Angeles and New York. No, but Miami, yes, it's but it's. I'm telling you, well, I wouldn't surprise you, but but I, I do know that Miami is uh, is. I think I think Miami covers just about all of Latin America, yeah, more so than anybody else, than any other state. Which again was baffling why Miami didn't get uh, didn't get any of the Copa America uh, Centenario games. It's because they're a terrible sports city, John. I think I, I, there's I think it was in New York, no, it was in, in, in L.A. I, um, I think it was the summer before Cristiano Ronaldo landed, you know, Real Madrid. 
he was partying, you know, in the offseason in L.A., and they caught pictures of him and, and Paris Hilton, and obviously, you know, the the, the paparazzi and stuff like that. They say one night in Paris. <laughs> you still want to show me your cucumber? Yeah. Yeah. Double barrel drops tonight. Hey, when I'm a random guy, I liked it when random guy was on a couple weeks ago, except when he got too uh, too. Too logical and on point. We couldn't have that. We could not, could not have that. Okay, one of the things I want to talk about tonight, and it was very interesting just the timing about these, these two events that happened was, and I'm glad that you hopped on, Ronnie, because I know you can give us a, a historical perspective uh, more so than, uh, than anyone on the show, was uh, so Rafa Marquez yesterday had a press conference, and, and he says one of the things that he wants to do is to, is to start a player's association so that they can you know, uh, come together and, 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 and at least have a little more say in, 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 in how – you know, or just a little more say in the business. I think it's great. And then, and then, not six hours later, uh, your buddy over in Veracruz, Joel Carlos Reynoso, who, fran- who frankly, for those that don't know, is probably the greatest player that's ever played in the guy Mekis. I'm sure it's up to debate, but I'm sure that there's, you know, you could maybe name one or two more players that that, that had a, a career better than him. Tron, it's funny. It's funny you say that. My dad's not the biggest. He, he's not a soccer fan. He just um, he'll watch the, he'll watch you know the national team. But even then, he says that Reynoso was probably the best player ever to play in Mexico. Yeah. So Reynoso is now coaching Veracruz, and in his press conference, he says, "Oh, by the way, we have a couple of players, but uh, you know, we're not going to pay them until, until they show until they show me something." So, boom! Right there, you see, you you see why why Rafa Marquez, at least one would think, is is is, is trying to uh, bring some sort of unity to the players to give them a. You know, uh, Before Ronnie answers, yes, sir. One of the players is uh, Mosqueda. More yeah, Mosqueda. Yeah, and he said he's fine with that. Honestly, I, you know, I'm, I back, I back Reynoso on this. Well, I mean, I'm fine with it too. What I, but, but I mean, not, not in the sense. That, I mean, yeah, I mean, but give, give the guy like a ten day contract. You know, I mean, pay him something. You know, pay him, look, pay him some he, shekels. Look, look, Mori Mosqueda. <laughs> look, think about this, Mori Mosqueda, El Torito Silva. Uh, Enrique Esqueda, these were all really good players that, and I, and I can, obviously we can all name a bunch of them, but, you know, Landin and all these, but they're players that eventually the money got to them. They just didn't, you know, they weren't the same. So I, I think, you know, with Reynoso's trying to basically get them Motivate hungry them. again. Yeah, trying to get them hungry again. Because more than, more literally, than, literally trying to get them hungry again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Mori, Mori, if you recall, was Rookie of the Year. I mean, he had some... I, I thought mean, he was a second coming, honestly. I, 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 yeah, he was sick. The, the ball skills he had was sick. I mean, the, the tunnels, the, the, nut, he, you know, the nutmegs, you know. know. What made him even scary was, was that he had all kinds of goal in him. He was... I remember this one goal he, where he made a, a Calero look like a, you know, like an idiot. You know, it was just... I mean, this guy had some serious skills, dude. But I, like I said... I, I think I think Reynoso, you know, I, I think he's just trying to motivate the player, you know. And 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 it would be stupid. It would be stupid for Morin Mosqueda to to you know raise his hand and ask the help of of, of a, a player union to help him out. I said at this point, well, it's, it's, but the, it's the, his. the point is, is that a player union would have or, or an association would 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 say, hey, you know, you can try players. I mean, you know, the NBA does it all the time. They just give guys what they call twelve day contracts. You know, it's a, it's a two week tryout. Uh-huh. And they pay them a minimum amount for that, and and I mean, you know, that's 
I mean, you're not expected to go uh, bid and then and then get a job and go, but we're, this is just a trial basis. You know, we'll, 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 we'll pay after that. I mean, you know, there's pro bono, but I mean, it's like, you know, that's, you know, I, I personally think that that's something that, 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 that's what Rafa's trying to do. I mean, there's no reason why the owners would have all the power. I mean, you, you got, they got to be able to, the players have to have some say. I mean, it's, it, you know, they're the ones that are playing. They have to have some say in, 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 in where they want to play and how they want, and how they want to do it. I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. You know what? You but know, there my, are other players that have tried. That's what I wanted to, when to, my, to talk uh, about that. When my uncle, my uncle, when he uh, finished his, uh, how many years? I forgot how many years he did it in the Navy. He was actually stationed in Europe. Um, he's an engineer. Uh, after he got back, you know, the, the market was pretty tough. Uh, this was uh, during the uh, the eighties. And you, I don't know, John. You probably remember, but like the oil crisis and all that type of stuff. Sure. And uh, so when he came back. You know, he, he went to work for a company, you know, no one was hiring. So he went up and showed up and said, look, hey, you don't have to pay me just until something shows up. Within two, three, uh, two, three months, boom, landed the job. And super successful. So I'm just saying, you know, it's not, it's, you know, Moria Mosqueda is serious about this and, and obviously he has no problem with this. And I think Reynoso's, you know, Reynoso's just trying to motivate the player. And do you think it's going to work? I hope so. I hope so. You know, he was I, he was very talented. He was. I mean, I, I I see you know another talented player, and I and I've texted this in the, in the private chats. In I, you probably remember uh, uh, Joel, uh, the player for Chivas, uh, Alejandro Nava. Oh yes, yes, striker. I, yeah, he was a striker. He you know, Obravo eventually took his spot, but the guy was super talented, and uh, I mean, there's he plays for he's played for second division teams in Guatemala. Dude. That's that's how low he fell, you know. <laughs> it's pretty bad, dude. Right in the back of a pickup truck. To get I'm a, yeah, I mean, I mean, when, when he when he if played, he's lucky. Yeah, I know, and I mean, over there, dude. There's only like maybe a hundred people, like uh, like seats for like a hundred people, and everybody's just climbing on trees, you know, just watching the game. Come it's, it's, it's it's like going to a Chivas game now. It's like going oh. to a Chivas game now. Only hundred people in the stands. We yeah, I mean, trees, we don't, no, trees, it's, 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 it's when they pay for the ticket, it's sol, sombra, o árbol. <laughs> Dude, look at Chiapas, man. Look at Chiapas. Look at Moy, Moy Munoz when he gave that press conference in Chiapas. Progreso, man. He states that they're like all high and mighty with America and all this money. I missed it. What, what, what did he say? He just said his typical stuff about, um, you know, trying their best. He wants, he wants to still be on the radar for the national team, but, the back the backdrop for the, the press conference was just a green wall, like a, a cement wall, in like one of the you know Mexico. <laughs> well, but then, but hasn't uh, didn't Chapas? They only like had a, they only had black and white cameras, so it was it was did, black and white four by three, you know, really jittery. But but hey, Beto, does, I mean, didn't Chapas <laughs> did upgrade their, sta- their stadium and stuff like that? Doesn't it look? I mean, it looks nice from the outside. I don't know, but where they had the press conference, they're like inside of a uh, an insane asylum, a prison. <laughs> yeah, I like had the cement because I mean maybe they didn't have the backdrop with the logos and all that stuff, or uh, I don't know what the deal. It was just a you know a green cement wall. Did they have the Atacanes? How nope. hard is it to, to to print out a sign with with a with a jaguar? Right, I'm just I just uh... yeah. So like Chiapas, and I think I heard that they they can't even play, they can't even pay a majority of their players. Well, what I read, what I read today was that they're 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 solvent for at least six six months. 
Yeah. So, so everybody's be, up. So Mexico, Mexico can't be considered like all high and mighty when they have teams on their first division. It should basically be dissolved because they're so oh, – oh, that, oh, that are living hey, month to month. Hey, 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 Beto, keep in mind, keep in mind, dude, that's not just in Mexico. That's all over the world. Rangers. Rangers lost – uh, their their place in the first division. They were they had to they had to uh, they were not only uh, uh, not only did the state come in and, and, and take control of them, they had to they had to start all over from the fourth division from the Scottish League fourth division. But there's a difference, Ronnie. They, you know, so, something was done about that. I think Kawada shouldn't even be in first division right now. Well, I think eventually, I, I think eventually, the, the, it's gonna you know same thing that happened to Colibris where you know what, bye bye. I think that's what's going to happen, you know. I'll tell you what needs to happen is is that whoever you know, if, if they do end up staying up, uh, they're going to get sold, and they, they should go to Sacatepec. Uh, uh, that would be cool. That would be that would be another place to go. Go over to Sacatepec. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> how's the um, how, how's the tourism in Chiapas? Is it are they, is it just it's uh, eco tourism? They actually do do really well with eco tourism, and you know they're very and they have some of the most uh, some of those beautiful natural uh, natural resources in Mexico as far as uh, lakes and rivers and parks. It's so goddamn hot. <laughs> it is that it's it's also it's also you know, ninety five. Honestly, man, I, I I could barely I was barely able to stand uh, Cancun. For that Seriously, reason. Cancun is bone dry, man. Don't, Dan, don't ever go to Houston. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Don't ever go to Houston. I was lying, man. <laughs> I, they, they, for work, they sent me to Costa Rica. I hated it. I was like, I was like, go to the beach. It's beautiful. And I went to the National Park, and I was just like miserable. Was it the humidity or what? Yeah. Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. eighty. It was like low of seventy-eight, high of eighty-nine, and it was just like just all humidity. hundred and eighteen percent humidity. And I, I just melted, dude. I, I, I never felt so uncomfortable in my entire life. Yeah, so, Dan, I, I, re- I recommend uh, your next family trip to go to uh, Astro World in Houston <laughs> in August. You'll love it. You'll love it, dude. I love that. I used to. I love that. Uh, but I, I, I did too. The last Astro game I, I worked, Astro, Astro World was still open, and the TV crew, because uh, the games would always be over like Sundays at five. Well, Astroworld on Sundays, like, is only open till I forget what it was. So they always just let people in at, like, you know, there's only a couple hours left. So the crew would all go, uh, once they were done setting up, like, around six, and for, like, the last hour, hour and a half, the, the park is deserted. So they could all go and ride the rides a couple times. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I love it. Is this like a, like a Six Flags of Houston? Yeah, it's, it was the, uh, yeah, exactly what it was. It was the original, uh, that one in, uh, Dallas were the original Six Flags, well, Six Flags in Dallas, obviously. Yeah. I do. I, I did love Astro World. It was a lot of fun. Astro was a shit, dude. I, lo- I loved it, man. I, I used to go there all the time, dude. Yeah, I, I realized that um, where I live is probably where I want to just stay all the time. Well, ima- imagine you know we were just in there time. We're just walking around and imagine playing it. That's why you know I don't really believe that the players are going to be all that upset that they don't have to play in Chapas anymore. I mean, they used to play at five o'clock in Chapas. And they used to play at five o'clock in Torreon too. Like that is just criminal. I mean, does that? You know me? what? I, I've been in Torreon. It's I, I don't know. There's a difference to me. There's a difference, man. Well, granted, it's not as humid, but it's still 110 degrees. I've always said I don't care if it's hot or humid. 100 degrees is 100 degrees. 
You know, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, but when eighty degrees sucks, that's when that, I never knew eighty degrees could be could be like awful. That's that's the how it was for me. I'm like, oh, what the just, hell is there? There are days when you dream of eighty degrees. Eighty degrees sounds fantastic. Yeah, that's how pampered I am. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pampered, man. Like, you know, <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like when we used to, you know, when I used to play, you know. Back when I was a kid playing in, in Southwest Texas and stuff like that, I was fine with the humidity. It's when we'd go up, we would go up into like you know into the Panhandle and stuff like that. And when we were playing in, in the hot, it were and it's it's hot and and and, and dry. You're burned. It's like it burns your your skin, and that's what I couldn't. I hated that. It it makes for ugly football. <laughs> True. But like I said, like, I've always said that you know I don't care. You know, hundred, hundred is a hundred. Yeah, but but the point is though, is, is that a team like Chiapas, whether they play in Chiapas or whether they play in uh, in, in at, at Torreon or in Saltillo or wherever it is, you know, they 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 just can't run their club like that. And 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 uh, who has said that the club should be dissolved? And and you know, if 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 you can't do it, what are the other clubs that are kind of like teetering? Uh, was it Puebla? Puebla was you know Atlas was was you know they were on the edge of the you know, for 30 years, you know, how many, how many, how many times every season would you hear the, the all Atlas, they couldn't meet the payroll again this week. So play, you know, the players or, or, or the players protest because they didn't get paid and stuff. I mean, it happens. Although Atlas, they were just, you know, there was no reason for that to happen there. But, uh, and, you know, and, and how Wattis is in the, in the middle of the, uh, of the relegation battle, that's them, Morelia, and and the Veracruz that are in it. I think everybody's hoping um, Chapas goes down. I mean, you know, honestly, they played so badly in in, in last. Uh, I just don't see how they can get more than like fifteen, sixteen points because they're just they managed to be worse than Santos. Yeah, I mean, they only got nine. Santos got like sixteen or seventeen, so they, you know, they had a. You know, and then, then and no, they, it was an awful season. It was an awful season. Well, I mean, but that's it's, why not like, bad, it's not as bad as Morelia because Morelia had an awful season three years ago, and they're paying for it right now. So if 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 if, if they can stay above, then they they like when the season's over, if they're if they stay in the top flight, they go from like sixteen or seventeen up up to like nine or ten. So I think that that that's the reason why I think Morelia is going to stay because they actually have a reason to stay. And Joel, you had mentioned uh, in our in our our. Hopefully, weekly chat that uh, that there's a, a team in, in Europe that is possibly considering maybe looking at the possibility of of, of collecting themselves uh, a team in Liga MX. Atlético de Madrid. They have a similar deal in uh, in India with the Indian Super League. So I, I but I think the venue they want is San Luis. So that a lot of the talks is that they will they'll buy a franchise and move it into San Luis, or nice. or buy into. But I, I think they want to be involved with the government, you know, with with the um, you know, with with the state, sort of like what Pachuca did, right? You know, because because uh, Pachuca used to go, he they used to flip flop between first and second. And then they ended up doing some deals, but but why specifically San Luis? I mean, what, what what's the what, what's the other? I mean, there has to be other advantages other than. I honestly, I don't know. The natural beauty. I think, I think 
Tony Burke would be more, more, uh, you know. Well, it's a, it's the, a, uh, industrial, uh, isn't it? San, San Luis? Luis, San Luis, for me, one of the girls with the nicest pair of rack that I've ever seen is was from San Luis. <laughs> well, that has, to, to, see, dude. That has to be the reason. That's, that's I'm so. Yeah, I'm so that's as good a reason as any, I suppose. Joel, Joel, they should move Guadalajara to San Luis now. No, no, but no, it, it probably could just be uh, based on on the venue and and the proximity to other, you know, to other clubs, you know. Well, all right. Well, what do, what do, what do you think, Joel? Is it going to happen? Not going to happen? Well, I think the governor of of San Luis was talking about it. I did not keep up on it for well, whatever it, reason. Is it the governor of Chiapas, like the team's general manager, or <laughs> that must be that must be one of the reasons? Because uh, they used to have a deal. Was, was that so part of their ownership deal was that the the, the 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 state of Chiapas covered some of the operating expenses, at least. Yeah, that's that's something that uh, Atleti wants to do. You know, they they don't want to like pay for everything. They see it as a good way of uh, expanding their brand, you know? No, I understand it. I mean, again, it's like who who would uh, – would would you go for something like that, Juan? If I'm, if I'm the governor of San Luis, yes. Yes, Atletico San Luis has a, a nice ring to it. How about Atletico Potosino? Oh, that, that does as well. But, and, you know, it, it's something that I saw happen here in Los Angeles when uh, she was USA. It was very similar. They just went about it the whole They went about it the wrong way. But you know, I, I we, do think stuff like this can work. We have uh, Atletico Potosino to thank for, uh, for, for Neri Castillo. Yes, we do. That's where his, that's where his progenitor used to play. Oh, man. Maybe a topic for another day, but I mean, um, you know, Ronnie was talking about the, <clears throat> the guys that uh, that America had right after Quao had uh, had had quote, you know left and went to Chicago Fire. They had Mosquera and they had uh, uh, Avila, and they had they had another one, didn't they? Oh, and and, and Esqueda. Yeah, I mean, imagine if those guys would have been able to fulfill their potential. Just how devastating America would have been. Well, Paleta was was for some reason um, he 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 had what was it that uh, that I forget uh, Dan the stuff that's on your like what is it the plantar fasciitis or what what is it called? Oh, plantar fasciitis in the in, yeah. in, in the arch of your foot. And apparently that's a pretty big deal. Like you know if you have. You had problems because apparently he had he had a problem with this for like a long, long time. Have you ever had it? Never. So oh. I mean, I mean, it never. is it is. I mean, it, it sucks just you know being a person. Imagine trying to make your living with your feet like that. I mean, it's just it's. It, hey, it's I, I, that's very I, unfortunate. I was never a big fan of Paleta, but it must be said, he's one of two players to score a hat trick in. Uh, Copa Libertadores. One of the best plays. One of the best plays in a Clásico was Paleta when he when he made uh, what's his name Reynoso. He made him his bitch, and there's this really <laughs> cool play, uh, El Tunnel. Did you remember that one in the Clásico? No, nah, man. That's... Oh, okay, I'm gonna have to find. I'm gonna have to find that clip. Let me look for it right now. <laughs> Hoy, mira la 
You know, I do that. I do, I do that to you, Joel. Just, just to I, stick the dad in a little. <laughs> no, man. Perverting my childhood memories. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, that that uh, little clip that we play there is by a, a Spanish group that uh, when Joel and I were kids were very popular. And when we're talking kids, we're talking like 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 little kids. Uh, it was called a uh, parchis, and uh, I I, uh, I burst Joel Joel's <laughs> bubble twice because. I pointed out to him, and he didn't know that Parachis was actually a Spanish band. They were from Spain. And then I posted a picture of Parachis dressed in what I think is, 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 is the, the most emblematic Cuba America uniform that, that there will ever be, which is the, uh, the V going down and, and the, and the, and the stripes on the, you know, the different color, multicolored sleeves. Which, which was designed by a Chiva. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. And, um, and just, uh, I think, that, I think that Joel, I think Joel, Joel's inner child, if he didn't die, it, it definitely had a stroke. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we will, uh, we will play that. But it is unfortunate for Ron, and, and, and I think that that's, uh, one of the reasons why America did have that slide there in the, in, in the middle part of the, of the last decade was because of the fact that they had, they did have talented players and they were prepared. But I mean, the, I mean, then what happens to Cabañas on top of that? I mean, they just the the, the injuries just uh, just uh, totally it's tore them apart. Like a Greek tragedy. It's so sad, isn't it? It's just I I couldn't think of anything sadder to happen to a America <laughs> to have all that happen. <laughs> but anyway, oh, oh. all right, all right. I posted it on the Twitter. All, all right, right, well. Uh, Maybe maybe Cheeky's can you know Cheeky's I haven't checked anybody on the chat. Is there is there anything going on in the chat? I feel bad. Just weather talk. <laughs> well, you know it's a, that is interesting because uh, for, for those again for those of you who don't know right now in at least in central Texas the uh, the the cedar pollen has has erupted as it does every time every every time this time of year and uh, cedar pollen if you, if you look at it under a microscope looks like a morning star. I mean it, it, it is it is like we're breathing sticker birds. This stuff, it's very abrasive. It, it, it causes uh, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people right now that are just, you know, blowing their noses everywhere. It's just, it's just awful. And we're yep. going to have this for the next, what, six weeks? I'm suffering over here. I'm sure you are, as, uh, as we all are. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on like, like six different allergy medications right now because, uh, it's, it, you just have, you just have to get on with it. But it's awful. Cedar fever definitely, uh, is, is just, uh, is just absolutely terrible. You met Dave, Ronnie, did you, did you ever have to deal with the cedar fever when you were living in Texas? Nah, I'm an alpha male. That just that doesn't happen to me. Oh, those those things don't happen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, no, I, I'm, I'm I guess I'm lucky, man. I, I've never had problems yeah. with any sort of sinuses. Right. I'm gonna guess, Ronnie, that, that when you when you do get sick, and you're like like most of us, just turn into a complete baby. Not really. I mean, <laughs> no. Nah. Um, I've actually gotten better uh, now. Uh, looking at, that I you, moved up here. You're you're you're. Oh yeah, because you're around more people. No, it's just uh, built your constitution a little better. You know, just with a constant change in temperature and climate and stuff like that, I've gotten a little better. I mean, I'm, I don't get as sick really anymore. Well, the key is always to wash your hands. Yep, wash your hands. But um, so who who makes the drop then? This uh, in this in this coming uh, thing is it going to be Chiapas? Is it going to be Morelia, or is it going to be, or is it going to be Veracruz, which we didn't even talk about as much? I think it's going to be Chapas. Yeah. Dan, you think Chapas too? 
Did we lose Dan? Dan Les. I'm, I'm on the fence, John. I do think it's between Chapas and Morelia. Just because Morelia is it's in last and uh it is and uh but they're not that far behind. I mean, how how many points are they behind in the? Uh... Things like three hundred, but I don't know how that. No, no, point... I don't. But, but but I mean, they have the same amount of games. So like like like, there's just it's just a point difference. I mean, you, just, you don't have to look at the percentage. You look at the number of points. Oh. Yeah, I I don't know how the, how many points you get per win. Well, you get three. No, no, because they do it in is... every other league. No, no, no. Percentage wise, wise points. It but that's that's my point. Is 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 that they both have the same? Uh, they have the same. Uh, Quotient. Their, their their number is being divided by the same number. So for them, it's like goal differential. That that, that that's where you have to look because they could end up tied because they have because they're both being divided by the same number of games. So Who, who's the both? In? So and and right now Morelia is. I uh, hope I hope that that uh, your uh, your hot pocket is done. Um, so <laughs> no, <what> Morelia, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> this is the points, John. This is the points. Um, All right. So in the in the table in in the percentage chart, uh, out of eighteen teams, Chapas is on sixteenth. Right, I understand and that. But, but how many how many have, how many total points out of the three years worth of points do they have? Well, they have one point. No, no, no. I'm talking about like 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 add up like because they'll, they'll add up like the number is like ninety five or eighty seven. No, this, this is the point where they have um the the their coefficient uh coefficiente right uh, one point one five two nine. And then is Veracruz in 17, 1.1294. And Monarcas in 18, 1.1059. So they have, you know, about, about close to 400 points difference. But I don't, I don't know how the points work. I, I, well, that's I, what I'm trying to explain to you is, is that so what, what, what number is like close to 9095 for, uh, for Puebla? I felt that math, dude. Puebla's on 15th place and Veracruz for and Cruz. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. So I've got it. I got it right in front of me right here. So, oh god, this isn't like the the Diamekis one, is it? Because it's like super complicated. Isn't it? Okay, here you go. So what? Morelia has 94 points. Jaguares has 96, and I'm sorry, uh, Veracruz has 96, and Jaguares has 98. Okay. Oh. So all three of them have are being are being that that number that that porcentage that you give. Though the, their their total number of the total number of points that they have over the past three seasons is added together, and, and then they're divided by however, however the number of games you've played. All of them have played the exact same number of games, so all of them, you know, they, they all are going to live and die by the, on, on the same wave. So, you, so, you, so it doesn't really matter what the, 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 the porcentage is. What matters is the points. At this, at this point, it's a points race. And uh, Too bad the senator's not here. <laughs> he, he would... Explain why Santos. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Santos is 14 <laughs> points ahead of of Morelia. So unless unless something absolutely calamitous happens, Santos is not is is, is not going to be uh, relegated. So if Morelia wins, you know, and uh, all they have to do is get uh, they're only four points behind Jaguares. So this this is this is going to be the most exciting race. They do have Ruidas. The this season. They do have Ruidas. Who was, who was one of the top players last season? But I'm still, you know, I'm still. I think Veracruz will be safe. I have faith in Reynoso. You guys were talking about earlier. He's now a coach. He helped save them, and he just returned after he saved them from relegation. He he kind of retired, but he's back now. Um, 
I think he's going to get the job done. And he got he has an Americanista. Uh, turned to, uh, turn, turn back to uh, Tiburón, uh, who is uh, Reina, Angel Reina. And uh, this could be his resurrection. Wow. So is, is that what's going to happen, uh, Joel? Is Angel Reina going to... No, 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 I'm not saying this is going to happen. The Angel Reina More Mosqueda combo that saves Veracruz from the draw. Yeah, it's almost like the, the previous Americanistas. Yeah, the America Rejects Club. Uh, so well, I mean, wasn't Veracruz just a, the, the, a proxy for America anyway? Like I said, it's like where the. I mean, doesn't the Cabezón Luna, did, wasn't he coaching at Veracruz? That's true. I, I think a lot of Americanistas should be. I mean, when 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 Cuau was exiled, where did he go, Joel? He, he, yeah, he went. He went both to Santos and, and Veracruz. But the first time when he was still. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Necaxa. I think it was Necaxa. Yeah, first time, time. first time was Necaxa. Yeah. Man, that guy's been everywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I. It was La Puente. It was La Puente who uh, got his career back up and running. Was but, that after uh, the injury? I mean... As you were saying, Joel, about uh, about uh, Reynoso. No, I, yeah, no, I think I think he's. I think he's a good coach, and I think he'll save Veracruz. So, yeah, I do think it'll come between Chapas and Monarcas. And uh, who knows, maybe the not paying them on time, that might tilt, you know, the scale in favor of Monarcas to be saved. Well, like you said, they do have Ruiz Diaz, uh, who's a, a Peruvian striker who had a really good season last season. They did get 28 points in the last clausura, and they got 20 in the apertura. So, I mean, they're going to... They're going to rack up. I mean, I think first one to twenty between those two is the one that 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 stays that stays on top, and the other one goes bye bye. Yeah. It, it must suck for for Moy though. You, you know, man, who went up at a relegation bound team, and he should be. What revered. did he do at Club America <laughs> to get to get sent to the to that? Yeah, I'm glad Ronnie's here because I, I wanted to ask him that. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, uh, I'm trying to look at the uh, the directory of Televisa's executives to see whose daughter he banged or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who did he piss off? Yeah, I mean, he was involved in that epic, epic campeonato against Cruz Azul, man. That should have guaranteed him he retired with the team. Instead, they sent him through the back door, man. It was uh, it was pretty stunning what happened to to Moy, and then and, and everybody said, much has seen. Five, five, five seasons, ten, ten seasons, five five trophies. You know, Moy. Here at Tachi was the only one. I heard though that that Moy was asking for. More money or something? Is yeah, that, that, is there any truth to that? That's that's yeah. what I heard. I heard that you know, obviously he wanted uh, you know more better... shekels. Yeah, <laughs> yes, more shekels. <laughs> and and uh, obviously you know, because I mean he's what thirty eight, thirty nine now. Um, so he, I mean, obviously he wanted more. I, I just don't like the way the whole how it all went down. Where you know, Marchesin, you know, people knew that he was part of the team still. And uh, so you'd rather the announcement be made after the after the Liguilla? I just, I just, the it just looked bad, dude. It looked so bad. 
And you know, like you know, Pepe Romano, you know, the dude from Santos, the dude that I that I dislike, uh, the their, their owner. Uh, what's his, what's what's the Santos owner, uh, their president? What's his name? Iri Ra. Well, that's a that's a tough one to pronounce too. Iri Ra. Iri Ra Gorri. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I, I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. Because <laughs> of his hat, Ronnie. Yeah. He looks I like think that's cool. something you were like. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I would fire him on the spot you know? <laughs> you'd be like I wear that hat <laughs> now, what, what, now what would you have done if he, if he would have done like a hard hat in the shape of like Sherlock Holmes right and he carries a <laughs> And he carries like a magnifying such... glass. You look oh, like man. such a tool, dude. You look like such a tool. You know? Well, that, and, so, and, that, and that's something that's actually I've always uh, wondered about as far as Niga and Mackey's are the, uh, you know, it seems like optics just aren't as important to them as it should be. And, it's, and, and then things like that are a classic example. Or the way that America handles... Uh, the way they handled Moy, or or just the way that the, that that the FMF handles any kind of national team stuff. I mean, it just what's uh, what 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 can be done to improve their public relations? Because their public relations have always been atrocious. Well, you know, here's here's the thing. Pepe Romano made the deal with with Iñagori, right, and did not tell Pelais. So basically, Pelais was pissed that the news came out. Uh, well, yeah, and you know, obviously that that made look that made uh, it, it just it just it made it, it made it look like you know more didn't mean anything to the team. And maybe and that, maybe he like made fun of him for the song, and maybe it was like the guy that he did, did it was like, well, I I I wrote that song, and, and that's what <laughs> happened. You know. I, I don't know. <laughs> do you think that? Uh, do you think that, uh, that 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 Moy will will sing that have will have that song in his heart for the rest of his life because he because he played for America? Or do you think that every time he hears that song, he's gonna like like break into hives and and, and possibly have to find uh, have to find I, a, a I, I think I, I I think that Moy I think Moy's Past is gonna. I think they're, they're, he's gonna cross paths again with America somehow. As, a, as, as an example. Well, oh, really? As either as a you know some sort of you know front office or a coach. You know, what would be really a really good uh, career move for Moy is uh, if there was anybody that did Liga Mackey's games in English in this country. Then I would I, I, the the first hire I would make would be Moy to be my color my color guy. In Spanish? No, in English. I haven't heard him in English. But he's, he's, he speaks English perfectly. He's perfectly bilingual. He yeah, spent some time I, in Sacramento when he was young, so he speaks English very well. Yeah, but as a, I haven't heard him as a color guy. I heard him as a color guy in Spanish, and that guy is awesome. Well, that's what I'm saying is that he would probably be, you know, he's he would probably be very good in English. Well, that's what I'm That'd be my first hire. Would would be Moy. Yeah, he'd be you know, and, and that would give your announced team instant credibility. Instant. Yeah, I see that. I see that happening before being an exec or something like that. Although he could do that as well. But 
like, are we talking about him, his future or retiring already? And that guy's, because basically he's pretty much done going to Chiapas. Hey, John, you're not lying, dude. I'm hearing a uh, moist speak. I'm telling you. I've heard him too. It was surprising. I thought he was American almost. He sounds American. He was, uh, we just interviewed him. You remember that video where he was interviewing him in English? And Brizuela was back there checking, checking Weasel out. He's like looking him up and down. <laughs> right. Well, it's a very unfortunate for Moyo that, uh, that this happened to him. But you know what? I mean, honestly, I mean, he's, he's done everything in his career. I mean, I mean, how, how what a great, uh, moment that would be for him is if he could, if he could go out, you know, having saved the team from, from relegation. That would actually be, I guess that would be somewhat honorable as well. To, to it is, like it is John, except he, he wants to make the World Cup. And well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, if, 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 if Chiapas stays in, uh, in, 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 the, in Liga Mekis through 2018, and if it's because of Moy, then he would absolutely deserve, he would absolutely deserve a spot so you on think that Osorio would bring him in at least as third? Sure. Well, th- what was that you said? What was that you said, Joel, when we were talking about Argentina about the, uh, about the the roster spots twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> for the home base. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean seriously, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, because it would seem like if if Chiapas did stay up, then it would be you know part. I'm sure a lot, a lot, a lot of that would have to do with the fact that then Moyes played really well in goalie, and in that case, then uh, that he should absolutely mer- merit some uh, considerable. Thought as far as uh, uh, as far as being taken to Russia. Oh, Joe, I need someone to hold this clipboard. That's who, actually the one who needs is, is Picolin because Picolin would be the second guy. So someone needs to hold Picolin's clipboard. Uh, you know, and, and and sad times for 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 Pumas fans, uh, as I'm sure you heard, uh, Chikis. Uh, I'm sure you got the got the report that 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 Picolin Uno, the 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 defender of the of, of the Picolin, has finally retired. Yeah. Oh, did both of them retire now? No, no, no just, 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 just uh, Picolin, uh, Picolin uh, number one, the, the the defender. Who I want to say, I want to say, he, is he Francisco? I, I forget. Where was he playing? He, he was playing. I think he was uh, in in Monarcas, but but I don't think he was playing very much, if at all. That was last. That was when I last saw or heard of him. Was was it was at Monarcas? Do you think they were talented? Do you really think they they deserve to be in the in the first division? Monarcas? Well, no, they're be- no, 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 the Picolines. Of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. I, I thought Picolino should have been, have been, I thought that he should have been merited consideration, at least, at least when he was, you know, younger for, for the national team. Absolutely. Yeah, when you have pit players like Massa on the national team. Yeah, I mean, he, he was no better, no worse than Massa. Especially back in the day. And, and I'll tell you what, he had, he had a little bit of sass to him too, which is one of the reasons why I liked him. In the, in the CONCACAF, uh, you know, the times when they played the MLS, he would, he would, he would, he would scrap, dude. <laughs> he, <laughs> he scored a goal in Houston. Yeah, I know. That just that? Cracked, back heel? Yeah, just cracked me up. Yeah, that back heel, like, off a corner set piece or something like that? Martin Del Palacio and I have had this uh, running joke for years about uh, the Picolines. Like, I forget when it was, like, four or five years ago. He's, he's like, you know, who should I... He said, I have a vote for this. You know, who should I vote for, for players of the year? And I always said, well, I mean, you mean other than the, other than the Picolinas? He goes, well, of course. I'm talking about three and four. So we just had this, the same, the same joke for years about the, 
about the Picolinas. And, you know, honestly, when, and in 2005, when they made the Sudamericana run, a lot of that was due to him, too. That's when he first started out. When I saw him there, I thought, well, this guy's going to be on the national team for 10 years. Of course, you know, I, I say that as a, as, as a Pumas fan who's seen, you know, countless players, you know, when they're young like that, have, 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 have a career trajectory that, that gives them a 10-year run on the national team. So I, th- I thought that's what his destiny was. I'm personally sad that I didn't get to see Picolin actually playing a game. I don't know why, but there's something about him that just I like him a lot. I I wish I wish he'd be at least part of the team on some level. Well, I think that you know hopefully uh, hopefully he will. Uh, you know you know maybe that'll be what they call the uh, the Pumas uh, feeder team, the Picolines. I just think the international game needs uh, those kind of antics. I was hoping that I think he played in a in a friendly uh I think it was last year in Miami their 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 February friendly which uh I think Chiquis he went to that and Piccoli was on the roster but he didn't play and I think I think Daniel and I were hoping that, that that he would uh he would play and do some of his uh some of his travesuras to to provoke <laughs> Well the greatest one where he did uh I think Ronnie was wrestled when when Pumas beat America like a couple of league years ago, he does some crazy, crazy flailing around. Oh yeah, he 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 is uh, he is quite the man. He's he's like the one of one of the worst people at at at, at, at the finer points of the dark arts. But 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 he, but he fails so spectacularly. That it's, it's almost like you have to wonder if, if that's what his shtick has been all along. That like I'm going to do this so badly that that they're going to have that they're going to they're going to have pity on me and then they'll go ahead and give me what I want anyway. It's just uh, his flair for the dramatic was very melodramatic. There's no question. All right, so so we all think it's going to be the either uh, either Chivas or or, or Morelia. I personally think it's going to be Morelia just because of the fact that, uh, like I had mentioned earlier, if if they can jump up, you know, six or seven spots if they, if they survive this year, then I think that that's that that's going to be a huge motivation for them to to play. And I'm not so sure that uh, that the Jaguares uh, have 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 that kind of future. I think that, that, that they'll be in the, the the drop over the next couple of years because their their bad seasons or have have just happened so they're gonna unfortunately for them be stuck in this mess for the next couple of years now I don't necessarily think that they're going to going to survive but let's talk now about the other end of the table uh, the uh, the the championship and the clausura uh, very very difficult for uh, either either Tigres or America history has shown uh, to 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 make it to the final again that uh, we've only had a couple of teams repeat. In Liga Imekis when they went to the short season, and both of those had 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 actually struggled to uh, to make the Liga. They both qualified as eight seeds. Uh, uh, Pumas did it, and also uh, more, more recently, Leon. They both qualified as eight seeds, and they beat the number one seed. And and, and the rest was uh, was history, and they were able to repeat. So, I think that we can go ahead and just uh, right off the bat just count uh, Tigres and América out for for for, for winning the uh, the Liga Imekis trophy. So. Out of the uh, and of course we've already counted out the Jaguares and uh, and and Morelia. So out of the fourteen teams that are left, gentlemen, who 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 is gonna who's who's gonna win who's gonna win the Liga MX championship? John, I see my I see my goats having a good chance. Really? I oh, see Amer- but- I see America. Well, Joel, again, I have to ask you, and I ask you every week if if if. If Chivas, Chivas if Chivas, if the Chivas Comet makes an appearance 
Will you will you sing this for us? Y usted no me va. Oh, not that. I'm sorry. Oh. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you sing this? <laughs> or would you would you sing? I don't I don't have the pipes for either. <laughs> no. You can try. You can try. Well, you can do a little of this. But in all seriousness, Joel, you 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 think that uh, that 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 Chivas are the uh, are the team to beat? Not the team to beat. I think they have. I think they're in the right spot. Uh, in the last two seasons, they've been a top five team. If I'm not mistaken, they finished fourth. So you know, I, I was a the top five teams to win the Liga, and we're discounting two for the reasons you already said. Uh, you know, the, the, they like to call it campionitis, but it's most often than not, it's, it's just the preseason, not having enough time to rest. Uh, you know, it just catches up. So, I mean, you, you take out these two very strong teams in Tigres and in America, and you out of five, and you're already, you're already one of those top five teams. The other teams are about, you know, they're about to eliminate each other. So I, I do think the, um, you know, possibilities are there for Chivas to, to sweep in and, and swoop in, I should say, and take the campeonato. Chivas, huh? And if if that happened, Joel, would you would you would you be reborn as a Chivas fan again, or would no, no? I, I mean, they. You know, I've, I've been more critical than most Chivas fans because a, a lot of these players in the squad already made a semifinals, and and the team against America, they had the advantage just closing at home. So to me, it was a fracaso to lose, to lose at the at the Jalisco against a team that had already beaten twice, you know. And they could have, they could have made the final. They, they were, they were pretty close. They could have been the one playing against Tigres. And we saw that the match against Tigres was pretty, you know, America, America Tigres was, was, uh, you know, tight contestant affair. Well, just didn't exactly run um, over them. Now, is Tigres, do we know if Tigres playing any, put, placing any more importance on the, on the CONCACAF, because um, I don't know. I'm not sure if, if it's a priority for them to try to represent. Um, I honestly would, would expect Tigres to to make that at least at least for the first few months, and then once it's over, go. Where are we? What what do we need to? What do we need to make to to make the Liguilla? And then they'll they'll you know see if they'll see if they'll make a run. They'll make a run or not. Now now as far as Chivas is concerned, though, Joel, I think I think I think, I think Chivas's biggest obstacle this year is. You know they're they're adding a lot of expensive pieces. You know these guys. You know again, it, it takes it takes a time for this for a team like this to match when they constantly keep changing personnel the way that Chivas does and, and adding guys and taking guys out, etc. And if, uh, if 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 Chivas doesn't mesh immediately, if they struggle early, then the pressure is going to start them out. And 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 it's it's how they respond to that is is going to determine whether or not they have a successful season. Because no, yeah. it's going to happen, and but both things are going to happen. Does, does I think Chivas, Chivas have to, the? I think Chivas needs to progress, man. They, 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 they. It's. I think if they go out early in the league right. again, it's, of it's, course it's, for Club America, that's called Tuesday. <laughs> I 
So who else does does does, does, does Chivas going to put on their big boy pants and are they going to are they going to go out there and deal with this? Yeah, no, no. I mean, this this squad's been together long enough already. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I'm saying it's the timing is is right for them. Well, let's. I mean, I hope for your sake again it happens, and I hope for for everyone that's listening's sake that it does, because again, Joel will will decide that that he'll either he'll either give us the uh, the uh, this version, Guadalajara, Guadalajara. or or the uh, the more common version that everyone seems to love so much. You know, this so, you know, Joel, you're you're on record. It's it's going to happen. No, I'm not. I think Juwan Juwan can. And, starting to believe that tone. If Chivas wins, you won't you won't mind belting one for us at all. In fact, you, you'll 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 be it'll be a pleasure for you to do it. I would be butchering it, John. I would... We don't... Can... You can butcher it. Yeah, I can we, see we, myself we won't mind. butchering that song. Right? It'll be a blasphemy. Blasphemy. All of us can butcher it. You can butcher it. So, 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 so Chiquis, who's gonna who's gonna win the Liga Mekis uh, title for you? Who 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 survives the the gauntlet? I think uh, I think Chivas could. Um, oh. With what Juan's saying, because their players are now all together and they had a whole nearly a whole season together, and now they can start over from scratch. Well, a lot of them been been about two years together. A, a lot of the squad has been. The recent dudes, like oh, the, the, yeah, Pulido. I think another thing that may help them also is it seems like Pachuca's. I mean, they lost a good, uh, an important piece. Yeah, they did, but he didn't play last year though because he was he had, you know, Chivas uh, got a guy who's who's coming off a broken leg. Let's not forget. So, so, so he did not he not play as much uh, uh, last 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 particular season. But you're right, he is a, a very important. It was a very important piece for them. And then you have America, who's um, La Volpe, is going to start his season from scratch. And and, and you're uh, you're recently uh, uh, freshly striped Cambia Cambia Gatos. Do 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 you agree with Joel and and my assessment that uh, that the top two teams are just don't really have a chance to to make it to the to the final? I can understand that. Um, and the only reason I would give America a chance is because La Volpe is starting, um, you know, a new season. Again, the uh, the. Oh my God, have you been converted to? Is this what I'm hearing? Not really. I mean, it's I, sickening. I, I, would, I wouldn't expect him. I would expect him to fail. Just I'm telling you, it's, uh, this is like. So I, I would I would not expect them to win, but they could have a chance. They're they're going to be tired, even though Ronnie just said he he picks America. They were tired from in the final. From I mean, honestly, do you think Ronnie was gonna? You know, I gave it much thought, guys, and and I'm gonna go with Gallos Blancos. I mean, come on, dude. What what what? Well, now, John, the reason I say America is because one of the things that they've been criticized for the past three years is is that they lose because of of hotheads. Well, you know, they got rid of the hothead. Yeah. You know Darwin, Darwin. You know Darwin, and 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 I mean they still have one that to me is a bit of a hothead, but shit, like you said, keep him for fucking free kicks and set pieces, uh, uh, Mickey. 
Yeah, that, that's all he's good. That's all. That's the only reason he. That's the only reason he starts. <laughs> and you know what? If I had a guy that that, that kicked him as well as he did, I, he'd, he'd be a starter for me too. Those <laughs> two, though, Samba was the hothead. He was the captain hothead on the whole team. Well, Darwin and them, they they just follow follows uh, Samba's example. Oh, geez. no, no, that's not true. Samba's the leader. Dude, remember, remember, you know, tres por chismoso. And this one. Yeah. I don't know how to do it, hothead. <laughs> but anyway, so I mean, but the reality, Ronnie, is that when we asked this question before the start of the last season, you, you know, you said, "Well, I, th- I think it's going to be America." And then in the previous uh, season, we asked you this question, and you said, "Well, you know, I think America can take it." So let's be honest. We asked you again this 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 question at at the start of the next season. Well, they've been the most consistent team. You're gonna say, you know, guys, I've, I've, I think it's gonna be America. <laughs> they've been the most consistent team. They have, they have, they've, 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 they've been, it, it, you know, and and the next reclamation project has to be, has to be Cruz Azul. We need to get Cruz Azul going again. Um, I hey, you, you have to admit, Ronnie, that the league is more fun when Cruz Azul is good because beating them is all the more sweet. Of course. Well, there we you go. Them. So why wouldn't you want them to be good? I I did like when we beat them. Uh, we were losing three nothing. Then we beat them four three last yeah. season. You know, great. Is is there a such thing as 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 a Cruz Azul hater? I mean, it seems like we're we're they're more like we're like Cruz Azul sympathizers. You know. I think yeah. It's like we like to. I have hope for Cruz Azul, man. Though with this new coach, I want to. He start. talks good. Yeah, I like him. So I hope they do well. He talks a good game. That it's going to be really good or or really bad. But he, either way, great TV, right? Yeah, that, that, that's what I ultimately I think because listening to him talk, it, it sounds like an interesting style, hmm. different from from the league. Well, let's hope it, let's hope it works out uh, for them. Dan, who's your who's your who's your who's your who's your pick? I'm going to go with uh, Tigres. All right. I think they're going to sleepwalk their way through most of the season and just do enough to eke into the playoffs. And then um, I still think uh, they they probably have enough and have experience managing it all better than anybody else. I think that they're going to do um, – they, they, I still think they have the best chance. All right. Well, I mean, obviously, because because yeah. I can't possibly allow myself to even remotely give America a chance to win it with La Volpe giving giving up a full season. I'm, I'm fully expecting him to to burn the house down. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's funny because because at what point will 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 the will the hothead in La Volpe come out? Because you know, eventually it will. So. It, it cost him the final. The hothead level to cost on the final because he's true. He pre uh, he started, started talking smack. Yeah, I knew that was gonna he started talking smack. <laughs> I knew I knew Ronnie was gonna stab something. You know, directly or indirectly, Ronnie. If if if, <laughs> he, if, he, if he if he if he closes his yapper, your boy doesn't get expelled. I mean that that's the reality. He didn't get thrown out though. No, and neither did neither did Junior. So it was. Uh, Joel, so you Joel, Joel's going Chivas, Ronnie's going America. Dan, I'm surprised you didn't say Santos, honestly. Where you going? Nah, man, I can't be that much of a homer. All right, all right, I don't really you. believe that. I think they're going to make a uh, playoff, though. And Chiquis, did you say Tigres, too? You think Tigres is going to do it? Uh, 
say between Chivas and America. Chivas needs to win it. See, I, I, you know, I just don't know how anybody could ever predict any Liga MX winner. It's just, I mean, can, it, it is actually. so hard. It's, that's why it's so much easier to do the other side. I mean, there's really, I mean, I mean, I mean, you could probably pick who might make, you know, who might end up, end up top of the table. Cause Santos and Cruz Azul could easily come out of nowhere and win it. Right. I mean, so could Leon, so could, uh, you know, Veracruz. Yeah, don't they have, still have those high players? Rayados too. They, they're, they're, they're really bad at, like, underachieving, so they, they definitely have the talent to, to challenge. Yeah. They were just a season off from, from getting the, from Super Leaders, I think. And a season off from, from, from playing in the final where they lost in, in the, in the last minute to Pachuca. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in, in the last minute. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, but again, it's just, it's just, but, but once you get into the Ligia, it's just, it's such a crapshoot. And I think, well, that's, uh, you don't necessarily think that's a good thing. I mean, that's not your, your favorite aspect of the league. Although I do think so that it, it, that the Ligia format though, it, it, it only helps Chivas right now because they're, they're definitely, I think, one of the deeper teams. They could afford to have like quite a few injuries and still have really good players to back them up. They do have a lot of depth and, you know, they have, they have the, uh, you know, they could certainly feel the, boy, I can't believe I'm saying this, but they can, they can feel the, a really good Copa Mekis team and a really good, <laughs> and a really good uh, Liga team. I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, they could they could easily uh, put a team out there that would be, that would be the strongest Copa Mekis team without question. And hopefully, the pressure doesn't get to him because Pulido is is talking like um, he's he's, talking, he's expecting to get the goal title, the goal scoring title, and stuff. Well, you know, let let's hope he does. I mean, you know, you know, maybe, maybe this is what Chivas needs is a little uh, a little confidence. Well, one thing I'll say that the this season seems to be. Already, like sounding really interesting. Like I'm already really looking forward to it, just because you have Cruz Azul. You know, they're not promising anything, but you're expecting something, something, something good, or, or hoping for something good. Santos no. uh, did had a really good off season with with their new signings. Dan, I, I am not going to lie to you. I am, I am, I am on my knees praying for Chaton to come back to being what 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 he. What what he was? He's gonna be a beast, man. I I I I'm 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 feeling really good about about him coming back. Well, let's uh, let, let's hope it happens. Now, there's a game Saturday night, Joel, between uh, between Chivas and Pumas. It's it, it's the league opener. It's going to be at the. Is there a nickname for the uh, for for the Estadio Chivas? Not that I know of, man. You know, there's no like, uh, there's no like Tamalera or Huracan or Volcan or. We call it the toilet bowl, but that's just a, for for the aerial view. Right. So, so Joel is, uh, are, are, is, 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 do we have to, uh, do we have to make it interesting, or are we gonna, are we gonna be gentlemen? What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the season, John. I, I prefer to be a chain about this. Oh, I'm not talking about you know. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, mo- you know, monetary. Pussy. Make it, uh... <laughs> you know what, Dan? I actually have Chivas favorites. I'll, I'll, I'll go out and win. They're going to win. Who? Chivas. Yeah, they probably are. Sadly, it's it, very they're, they're at home, and their squad has been together a lot longer. Uh, I think Pumas, what they're doing is, and and it's something I applaud. They're doing a you know they're working on a long-term project. Uh, 
which is, I don't know if we talked about this last we, uh, we, we skated on what we did. We were on for like four and a half hours. So I'm sure we talked yeah. about it for a little bit. <laughs> the 522 project, which I think more clubs should aspire to similar things. Uh, you know, uh, Vergara tried to get ahead of that. He said, <laughs> he said Chivas is going to be the base of the 2018 World Cup, which I think he's, he's obviously selling, you know, uh, smoke and mirrors right there. Uh, but, but 522 is, is, you know, it's a good goal to set and, and I see what they're doing. So, and, and with stuff like that, it takes usually a bit longer just when you're introducing players and, and, uh, and as opposed to Chivas, who's been, you know, they should be already at the, at the end of what they started like about two years ago. Yeah. So this is, this is a six year project for, for, for Pumas and they want to get five. Of the players that they have in their youth system now, or, or you know, recent graduates, whatever it is, to happy you know, to put them on the uh, on the World Cup squad. Which, 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 frankly, I mean, I mean, it's not like that. This would be uh, this would be big news in Mexico because you know it's been many years that that that, that Pumas, at least Pumas uh, Cantananos, not necessarily played for Pumas at the time, but uh, Pumas Academy graduates uh, were were on the national team. There was. Uh, that they've been, if not the base, then, then, then certainly a big chunk of it and have been for, since the seventies. So this is hopefully we'll, we'll get back to that. And, uh, and a lot of really great pro- players since, uh, Pumas joined the league in, in the early sixties, uh, have, have, have come out of there and just been, uh, just had sensational professional careers. So not that it happens, that that's the only place it happens, but there've been some, some, some iconic figures that have come out of Pumas. Hey, John, where did the Darwin Quintana end up going to? I don't think Darwin. I think Darwin is uh, the the goal scientist uh, is looking for somewhere to mix his uh, his test tubes. Still, he uh, he has not has not found the lab. I think that he's still he's got his lab coat. And, is he uh, on a free transfer? He yeah he is he is because I just because right now la última palabra tweeted Darwin Quintero tiene un sueldo tototote que no le van a pagar en México. Yeah, he's registered. He's registered with America still. That's what they're saying. Because oh. I was going to say, if it was like a free transfer and they could just pay him whatever, then I'd be happy to take him back. So he might be even even too expensive for uh, for MLS then, if that's the case. Because they're not going to waste a DP spot on him. China. No. He, he, he wouldn't. They'll have them in like these commercials where like watching, you know, did you guys ever see? You know where he could go? He could go to China. That's terrible. You know, right? and, I'm, and I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I know where exactly where you're going with it, man. <laughs> terrible. I, hey, it happens. It happens. Over they there. could go to, uh, he could probably, you know where he'd end up running is probably China. Yeah. I mean, they have the money. They need players. He'd, he'd be per, he'd, he'd be perfect over there. He's a really good player. And it wouldn't be a bad Exciting. idea in Mexico to to fire up a little uh, uh, trade channel with the, with the Chinese league either. Hey, what did you guys think of uh, Toluca getting Sambuesa? You know, because, I, the reason I the reason I asked that because they're really making a big well, not the media, but the club itself is making a big deal about their the centennial. I, you know, my stance on that. I really don't give a shit about that. I, I don't even celebrate oh, my I mean, own all birthday. All they did was, 
you know, they released a song. It was nah, but like I'll say this, <laughs> in, in all seriousness, I don't even celebrate my own birthday. I, I just, to me, it's just another year. It doesn't matter. But Toluca being Toluca, they're trying to make it a big deal, obviously with the stadium, and they probably want to have a team from. Is that you know. not the coolest looking? Uh, what the what they did to the moment? It, it looks fantastic. It does. It does. It does. You know, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't have done that for for the centenario. They should have done it, you know, for Copa Libertadores. To be honest, but you know, I mean, they they uh, they added lights, you know, when they were going to play their first Libertadores. Right. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I just I, I just think because I was thinking about this, like you know, before some whistle went there, it's like Toluca doesn't really have a t- you know, didn't you know they they were trying to bring Senior back, but Senior's already past his prime. Senior is like older than me. Yeah, so that my point. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, it's like they don't. They don't, really, they don't have a they player, don't have that, player that that, uh, that uh, emblematic of the team, you know. What Toluca? Yeah, Toluca. Well, I mean, their last one was well. They had uh, the the goalie Cristante, who's probably their last one. That's, that's it. I mean, and, we, uh, and of course, we, got also before him and Estai and, and that whole group. Yeah, but Styles—that Styles, Styles, was a while back. Yeah, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's, but, it's, it's, you're right. It's, they, they just haven't had anybody. You know, the, the one that they should have kept. Are you, are you saying that uh, that uh, that that some like centenarios? Is that what you're saying? I think so because I mean, the, <laughs> the one that they should have they sure they probably should have kept Mans, uh, What's his name? Hector Mans, uh, What's his name? Uh, Mancia. Man, Man, Mancia. Oh, the Chilean guy. Yeah, he was terrific. He was. He was terrific with them. You know, who was also terrific with them. That Panamanian dude. Um, oh shit! I forget his name. Man, they have. Isn't it just amazing how how, how much Toluca has struck gold at that? Yeah. yeah. Did they have uh, Vicente Sanchez? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean they've 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 done really well, at Toluca. As far as San West, I'm moving there. Ron, I mean, Ronnie, you know how I feel about San West. I think I think he's a terrific talent, and uh, and I think you've said it. And I agree with you. I don't think anyone is a better ball handler in the league than he is. He's just terrific. But I think America started to realize that 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 wasn't enough. You know, he wasn't doing enough to merit the bad stuff, and that's why they got rid of him. And uh, you know, you can do the bad stuff as long as the good stuff is. You know, you can get away with it. He just to quote Artie, the the great producer in the Larry Sanders show, when the writer was getting fired, saying you got to be a genius to get away with that stuff. Well, guess what? You're not getting away with it. They just he just quit getting he couldn't get away with it anymore. That they had to get rid of him. You think Nacho would have done better had they gotten rid of him first? Not necessarily. I mean, it just you know. I mean, again, I mean, uh, San Buesa is it was the he had a really good run in America. I mean, and that was the other thing, Ronnie, that I, that I thought was really interesting is, is that America gave him a hero send off. You know, they're like, you know, you know, you know, gave him a parade down the street practically with with with, with how they how they let him go with all the thank yous and the. Everything else, which of course they did the same thing with Moy, but I mean, do, do, when you think of of, of Samboesa, do you think that he's an America legend? I mean, would would you put him up there in the in the pantheon of of, of great America players? No. Well, I mean he he has he's won the title, so I mean I, I can't take that away from him. But I wish he would have done a little bit more. No. Go. You know, no, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't consider him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I think that, uh, I mean, he, you know, had, had some, but it's, you know, he's not a, he's not a Vasco or, uh, 
or you know, you know, like a Brailovsky, or you know, somebody who was just a, just a you know a, just an amazing, you know, and 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 brought many 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 glories to to America. Yeah. Well, what about what about Moy? Would you would you consider Moy an America legend? Bird keeper. Uh-huh. I think he. Won, I mean, if, if anything, he won the hearts. You know, of, of, the, of the of the people. He's the people's keeper. Mm-hmm. And they treated him very. Uh-huh. So, so you're very sympathetic to Moy's uh, to Moy's case right now. Beto, what do you say? They treated him dirty. Well, um, he's trying to get a rise out of me. I'm okay. I'm, I'm scrolling through the the Club America Facebook, and I see like three or four times Gracias Rubens, and then once, once I see a picture of Moises, along with uh, the other players, uh, Osvaldo Martinez and uh, the uh, Gringo guy. So. Uh, even from the beginning, I think they just like diss, diss these dudes, man. They're like, get the heck out of here. I, I saw a tweet on the uh, Osvaldo Martinez. I didn't read it, though, so I know he was complaining about how they treated him on the on his exit. I don't know the details, though. What did they, they told me they put ice in my coat, but they didn't. They gave it to me warm and flat. I mean, what, 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 what kind of treatment was he expecting? I have no idea. I mean, I, I'll try to find it. They drain I mean, all I, the water I, out of my windshield. Besides, like, besides ending up at a horrible team, like for that, I obviously I sympathize. But I don't see. Is it really America's responsibility to? I mean, if they already made the, the choice that they're going to go in a different direction with it, with a keeper, is it really their concern who their former keeper goes to? I mean, is it really their job to ensure that he goes to a to a team that's going to challenge them for a title? No, my, my problem is getting rid of him in the first place. Like having uh, keeping Moises Munoz and not getting uh, Marchesine isn't going to win them a title. Isn't going to probably get well. See, and, and that's and you're exactly right, uh, Chiquis. Because I mean, honestly, I mean, can anyone you know with, without question say you know Marchesine is a much better goalkeeper than Moises Munoz? I don't think you can say he's a much better, but he's a better. Yeah, but he's not like a, a an impact player where games. are I think he is because of, because of well, the, I, th- I think that they're both. I think Moy's good enough to, to be the same. They're interchangeable. Yeah. And 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 the loyalty thing, I think about that because Marchesine didn't even want to come to America. Moises has been with America and loves America, the team, the colors, everything. And they're just going to boot him to the side. Oh, no, matter, no matter where. I think that's, just, I think that's kind of naive for anybody to expect anything different. No, that's what I'm saying. But for goalkeepers, like if it was Cristiano Ronaldo and you're getting rid of uh, Sam West or something, then I would understand. I, I will say that I sympathize in the sense that he he's always seemed to be the, the most unsung hero. I mean, even with the national team. So, so uh, in that aspect, but I, I, just, I just think it's bad luck for him, you know? I don't think anybody's necessarily treated him like... Uh, I don't think maybe, maybe perhaps they didn't appreciate him enough. But as far as them replacing him, I mean, if they think Marchesina is that much better that it's worth worth a switch, then it's on them, you know? But, I, I mean, I, I don't see any issue with him, uh, you know... He he needs to do whatever he, he is best for himself. Unfortunately, no none of the none of the better teams in the league are looking for a keeper. He's just like the tragedy of like kind of like a collateral damage, almost. 
Well, I mean, it, uh, you know, maybe that's why, well, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, just very unfortunate for Moy. And it seems like, like he was being uh, almost punished for something. So my, my deal is that when I get, if I'm going to get excited for a new signing, it's not the goalkeeper. It's going to be a forward or a midfielder or some type of right. um, position like that. But the goalkeeper, that's true. like who cares? It's not very sexy. Not the sexiest of signings. So as far as picking a winner out of out of the out of those teams, I mean, it's just it's just it's really it's really impossible. But, but I only get excited for the cheerleaders. But, but that's just me. Have you ever been to a Texas A and M football game, Ronnie? <laughs> uh, n- uh, no, 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 never wanted to either. It's a fucking cult. My name's a cult. But uh, how, you have a, you'll have a hard time finding cheerleaders on that sideline. Uh, why? No, no cheerleaders. No, they have yell leaders, and they're dressed like ice cream salesmen. <laughs> so, sounds great. Didn't yeah. Sports Illustrated said that that was like the best college football experience? Like, you know, the, the reality is, 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 is I mean, because I've I've only been for Texas, Texas A and M games, so I mean, mm-hmm. you know that the intensity at that is mm-hmm. is crazy, is crazy, and uh, so. They they get I mean when they are doing well they the place is is a lot there's no question it's electric it is electric I mean it's and then they have this their thing that they're so proud of because they start swaying when they're singing their stupid song and uh, like the whole stadium swaying and you can, you can kind of feel a give a little bit and there's a little sign in the press box that says now don't be alarmed but you know there might be some times when we're singing and the stadium starts swaying a little bit so just be warned it's going to happen and it's I mean you barely feel it but uh, it uh, John. You you obviously have that perspective of the college game, college football game. Sure. How does it compare to the atmosphere um, at, in soccer? Is it more passionate? I mean, I. I th- well, you know, it depends. Uh, I mean, I've never really been to uh, you know a game, at least on a club level, where there's been you know two sides, et cetera. So I, I would assume that it's. That it's very similar. I mean, because you know, it's it, it's a local thing. I mean, at least for the Texas Texas they began. I mean, I almost I have a hard time believing that Aggies are human with 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 the way that they that they think and act. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> and it's no disrespect to Aggies, but it's like it's like how can you and I be the same thing? But uh, the uh, but I've never been to. I'm sure that like a Boca, you know, River Plate, or you know, a real intense rivalry like that, which is what Texas Texas A and M was. Uh, I'm sure that there, there there'd be a lot of similarities. Uh, I mean, uh, have you guys ever been to one of, to one of the uh, Clásicos, Joel or, or Ron? Have you guys ever experienced that? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that your heart was in your throat for most of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, obviously you know. I, I think I think the collegiate the collegiate sport, you know, for the rivalries, is probably the closest that 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 it comes to in terms of like rivalries, because uh, you don't even see that really in, in the sports in the professional sports here in the U.S. Whereas opposed to like when you go to you know in soccer, Brazil, Argentina, you know Mexico, where you you have that hatred. I, I still think it's it's more. In, 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 in soccer than it is in, in American sports. 
Well, I mean, uh, th- that, that's why I think that that may be so overall, but, but, but I do agree with you in the sense that as far as the intensity of, of, of a rivalry, the, uh, the, the closest thing that resembles anything in soccer is, is, is college football particularly. And I think a lot yeah. of that has to do because of the, of, of the local tribalism. I mean, you know, that, you know, this is the closest thing that, that, that Americans have to that kind of, uh, you know, like uh, people I said, I was born into Barcelona or whatever it is. I mean, you know, a lot of people are born into whether, whether you attended the school or not. I mean, it's, you know, people usually end up taking sides. And you know, obviously there's some people that went to, you know, they have, they have huge fan bases, got the people that did go to their schools. And it's, uh, our high schools had some pretty good ones. No, man, it's, it's no, uh, there's no comparison. Yeah. Trust me. People go to, people go to uh, like American football games and Mercedes Benz and things like that. Right. In uh, in Mexico, like when I went to the uh, the Azteca game against Canada, I had a, a couple of uncles come with me. They said they would never take their families to that game, to a Mexican game, <laughs> and that that doesn't happen in the uh, in uh, like college football or NFL. People go as, as families; that's fine. But uh, the passion and the craziness that goes on in the stadiums the the one the cool experience. Well, I don't know about cool. I guess cool because I was a kid at the time when I when I went to it. But it was a local high school basketball game um salesian cathedral two catholic small catholic schools in la and um so bad i mean there there was like a line of cops dividing both sides like in between like halftime and and before and after the game and everybody had to exit in certain directions just because that's how like violent and crazy it would get Dan, i actually went to cathedral Oh wow, cool! All right, did, I didn't know. Did you play basketball, Joel? Did, were you involved uh, in games? I, I played Dungeons and Dragons. Well, so you, so you know, for, you know, firsthand how that rivalry went. Uh, no, not really. Did, I didn't did, go. To, I did didn't you make go varsity? To games. Did you make varsity, Joel? No, no. I, I honestly did play Dungeons and Dragons. I know. I'm asking you if you made varsity. How like, would I make varsity if I'm playing that? Did you have Did you have a Dungeons and Dragons letter <laughs> letter jacket? <laughs> no, none of that. Dude. A couple of nerds in the basement. Dude. And, and Dan, that, that's surprising, right? When you say that the police were there, that's surprising. But that's an everyday thing in in, uh, in Mexican soccer or in any soccer stadium. Pol- pol- yeah, there to divide. Police are there to protect fans. Police are there all all the time. Do you remember remember a couple of years ago that that fight between uh, Gallos and and and, uh, and Cruz Azul, where it was a, <laughs> it was a full on <laughs> rumble? Is that the one where the guy ripped the chair off? Was a smacking the guy with the chair? I don't remember, but the game the game was played. It wasn't played at Stadio Azul or, or in Querétaro. It was played, I think, like in Hasso or or. And it was just the doesn't, the, doesn't the, Cruz Azul have like a stadium that they put like once a year in it, like in Hidalgo or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it's like where the 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 the, the company is at Cruz Azul Hidalgo, I think. Yes. <laughs> it was, I just remember a football picante. They just went all sanctimonious, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh god, it happens. These things need to happen. Hey, uh, I just saw a promo, just real quick. Uh, Joel, I was very happy with uh, the one uh, cameo that I wanted to see the most in, in Rogue One, and it happened. Are you talking about Vader? No, no, no. I'm talking about the, uh, you know how how they how they powered up the. Uh, the Death Star in, in 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 Star Wars with with the fader bar off the off the off the TV switcher. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> well, 
the fader bar made it into. Oh, dude, it's not a spoiler. The, the fader bar made it into in, into Rogue One. I thought it was great. <laughs> You're oh. looking forward to that. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. Hey, the the Grass Valley Switcher made it again. That's awesome. All right. Anyway, anyway. So so um, if I had to pick a team, you know, I. I I said Pachuca earlier with with what I wrote with Hoed, but I mean honestly, I I mean I, picking a team to win Liga MX is, is is like the weather in Amarillo. I mean it's just it's just things change week to week in that league. So who knows? It just, you just you just don't know. I think anybody that gambles on Liga MX like 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 picks teams to win championships has to be a real degenerate. I mean let let's be honest. I mean who 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 could ever handicap Liga MX? Well. <laughs> we used to have that prediction league. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how 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 would you guys do? Would you guys do like, uh, you know, hey, I got I got you know six out of the eight, then or, or three out of the nine games right. I'm you know I'm I'm the best one of the week. It's just so hard. Hoyle did kill it one year. He he was a spot on. I was, but you know what? It's changed a lot. It's, it's not a lot, but it's it's. We just don't watch as many games as we used to anymore, though. That that also. Yeah, that that is true. At that point, I used to. I, I used, used to, to not only watch so many games, but I used to like read everything I could up on it. Yeah, I mean, same same thing, same here, dude. I mean, I used to watch every single game, every single game, and I also used to read everything, you know, from from esto, ovaciones, you know, jornada. You know, you know, whatever, anything that was available online, boom, I would. But, but the league has made it a point. I think they they try to follow the NBA in the whole um, try to even out the teams with the parity. Yeah, so I think that's that's one thing Liga makes started pushing for, and and that's what has made it a bit more difficult. Well, yeah, it's tougher. I mean, there's, I mean, teams have more money, and they can, you know, they're able to compete. Yeah, but but I'm saying that before, you rarely had, you know, I don't remember like a Moises Munoz going to a Jaguares back then. You know, it, not not, you had like Campos going to Puebla, but he had been playing really bad. And Munoz is, is playing well, pretty good. Well, when, remember, keep in mind, keep in mind when 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 Campos went to to Puebla, Puebla had also gotten that uh, Chicho Serna from Boca. I mean, they were they were they spent a lot of money because they were trying to they were trying to they were trying to fight relegation. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's funny because I even remember. You know, they had that, uh, they were interviewing, uh, in fact, it was, uh, Roxana Franco, they were interviewing Chicho Serna. It's like, so why come, why come to, uh, to, to Mexico and Puebla? And he, I mean, he, he didn't even hide it. He just made that money sign. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what a fucking prick, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, but, but, you know, it, because he, thought, I mean, he think, thought he was all special because, you know, he come from bulk and everything, you know. <laughs> Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, Colombian. Yeah. Colombian guy. Yeah, yeah I, I don't watch, you know, and, and that's one thing that, that I hear a lot of a lot of writers, a lot of the newer writers, especially the English. Yeah. And how they talk about 
because of the 10-8 rule that it, it did improve the quality of the league. And it's like, I actually haven't seen it improve. You know? Yeah. Not not from before where you have some teams play good, but we had some teams that played really spectacular. Um, well, you know? well, the argument is that the argument is that you were going to have much better Mexican players because because you were going to get the cream of the crop. The ones that were able were going to you know go through the seeds and 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 and, and you know filter onto the uh, to the first division. I I I'm not seeing it yet. So, like, you know, to your point, it's like I, I I haven't seen the league improve like you know head over waters here, you know. Well, what, yeah. just after the ten eight, as I yeah. as I rudely interject. Well, I mean, geez, it's only been it's only been one season. I mean, you gotta you gotta let these things take time. You can't. I mean, you... yeah, but but have you seen any team that really stands out? You know, like in the past, we saw. Toros Mesa with Ojitos Mesa. Um, well, what what two teams play the most foreigners on their starting lineup? Tigres, I think. And, Tigres and who's the other one? Monterrey and should be. And America. And... America's. But but you know but here's here's the thing, John. There are certain things that you could talk that that were almost right away. Like for example, the goal scored from '96 from the long season, from the long from the from the long season format to the short season within a year. Within within you know two seasons, you were uh, the amount of goals in one short season was 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 basically more than the amount of goals scored in a long traditional season. And part of that had to do, and part of that had to do with the teams basically not, uh, you know, with, when you had the long seasons, teams were able to form that you know that core group, which you weren't able to do in the short season because you were able to change things, you know. Right. So I mean, there's certain change. I mean, certain certain things that you can't, ch- you know, you're you're able to detect like almost like right away. Whereas you know, and, and I'm th- and I'm hoping I'm hoping that the ten night rule is one of those because if if it's not, you're gonna see you're gonna see the fall in the national team eventually. But a bit, I mean, but but how do you how do you? I mean, what are the what are the metrics for for? Deciding whether or not a, whether or not a league is good is, is is it goal scored is it you know maybe maybe the, maybe the defending got really good. Well, the defending we were coming up with great keepers and great defenders then because we had a lot of good foreign players. So, you know, so that, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like so. So that's what I'm asking. You. How 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 are you personally going to determine whether or not a league has improved or not based on based on the new rules? And and when do you think, I think you absolutely think, need to see a, see a difference? I think when you start seeing more depth and and, and a lot more positions. Okay. And you're not seeing that now. Well, I think I, I well, I'm. Osorio was given a great team to begin with, so I mean, we've seen it. You know. Oh, so now we're talking national. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I will say this, Ronnie. If, uh, if 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 Chivas has a good season, that's good news for Osorio. Speaking, of, if they have a good season, I, I heard a uh, what's the name? I made a talk today uh, interview saying that he would love to win the the, the Liga. Say that he'd be celebrating two days at the Minerva. Yeah, Ronnie. Honestly, if if, if I made it sounded like this, <laughs> would you would you feel would you feel better about him? 
<laughs> what's, what's that? If he if if he sounded like this, if he spoke like this. Would you uh, would you feel better about him? About Almeida? What he needs to sound more like Bigotón? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's 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 for Holy. I don't know. <laughs> that's for the Cambia Rayas. Cambia Rayas is not with us tonight. I, I guess he must be on on his Pachuca week because he only comes on here to to give us just this. Uh, Ronnie, you were subject you were subjected to it last week. This this endless chattel about about Chivas, just this like you know speaking like, well you know the 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 fifth team you know. Central defender in 1970. Oh my God! It's just when they start talking into the whole Chivas thing, I just start hearing bad. Yeah, exactly. And it just, just no. Like, and it's just one it just big ringing, argument after another. And it's, just, it's like a civil war. <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> and then, and then you have fake Chivas like like Pern. Chiva. You know? Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, so so of course we 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 love Juan and and, and we we always uh, enjoy it when he's on the show, but, <laughs> but you and, and you and Juan Joel, it just it just, and then when we try and stop it, like like one of you just has to get the last the last chingazo, and just like, you know, let me just let me just end with this point, wham, and then like five minutes later, let me go back to that point you made, it just starts all over again for like the next ten minutes. That's why we were on the show for five hours last week, which is impossible, impossible. If I did have to pick anybody, honestly, I would pick uh, Pachuca. But now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I might have to revise my thing and say Tigres wins the Conca Champions and Pachuca wins the league. Guy, what's up, Rich? Although I would love it if Pumas won one or the other, but it's, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Not, uh, not for my Pumas. But Ronnie, but we do, th- we do think though that if, if Chivas does have a good, uh, a good season, then that's going to be good for Osorio because that means he's going to have, you know. Mexican players that are playing well in the local league. And frankly, not too many teams field that many Mexican players. So it would uh it would bode well for him. And same thing with Pumas. So so you Mexico fans, you better hope that both Chivas and Pumas uh, uh start playing better because it's because it's gonna be the teams that feed the national the national team for, for, for the next few years. Which is how it should be, right, Joel? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, and, and we're already seeing a little bit. Of, uh, I, I haven't seen that many more players coming through for uh, for the next cycle. Now, uh, about Juan Carlos Osorio, we, uh, I think, all of us are in agreement that it's that. His chances of being fired are a lot higher than, than, than not. So I think that there's like, he has to meet like minimum, he basically has to meet a minimum requirement in order not to be fired for each, 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 each step that he's taking in this next, the next few months. So but you know what, John? So sometimes if, if, if you have a group of dirigentes that are not convinced with your overall vision or, or just with how the team is playing, they would push to get you sacked, which is what happened with like Bora. They weren't convinced with how the team was playing because they, Bora's team had already qualified with like three three match games to go or something, uh, and they still sacked him just because they they weren't convinced with how his team played. 
And uh, same with La Puente, who replaced him. And, and this is a guy that won us a Confederations Cup. Right. And and all of a sudden, they, you know, they felt, okay, we really like how Hito's, you know, teams play. And, uh, I, you know, this is how the selection could be playing. And they went with him. And, then we, you know, it ended up pretty bad. But I think that happens a lot where, where you have you have a group. Uh, they combine and they'll just they'll push to get you sacked. Even, uh, uh, you know, even with, with La Volpe, uh, he was going to get sacked if he had lost his first game against Costa Rica. So who who uh, who do you think is 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 pulling the strings right now on, on, at FMF? That's I mean, do you think that there's a, there's there's a pro Osorio and a yeah and a, it, and a it, contra Osorio contingency it, right now? It, it's always been like that, and uh, that was one of the reasons um, Almeida still has a job. Uh, uh, you know, Vergara uh, was against Busetich when he got sacked, and he got sacked after two games, and we're talking about. One of the most reliable Mexican coaches. Sure. And <laughs> they didn't give him enough time. And I, I mean, do you really think he wasn't going to be able to beat? Because yeah, it, it was it was it was Vuce's fault that Chicharito whiffs on an open net. Yeah, that was yeah, that I was mean, all on Vuce. He he came in in a really bad time, but I mean, you're going to play New Zealand, so it's not like. Right. And you have very capable coach. Well, but Vergara was one of the coaches that voted to to boot him. And then when they, when Chivas tried to hire him, which was when they had hired, um, I keep forgetting the GM's name. This this isn't gonna devolve into one of your. No, 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 it's not. But, Chivas but, shame spirals, is it? No, no, no. Uh, but but eventually, um, you know, Chivas tried to hire him, and he didn't go just because of because of because of Vergara. So. So it's it's I really can't tell who who is for and who's against, but I'm pretty sure there is a contingent of, you know, of dirigentes, club owners that are right. that are against Osorio. Well, it and, seems to me like uh, now the the Atlante group that's there right now it's uh, Cantu and uh, Baños, obviously. Uh, how did these guys get to be such so so? so was it because of their time at Atlante? Because they're obviously really tight with uh, I can't remember if it's with with Compan or with Desio, but they're all like really tight. So I guess my question is, where 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 did that happen? And it's anybody know? Ron, Ron should be burst with this um, America politics. What's up? I don't listen. I don't necessarily think they are from America, and I think that that's uh, – I think that eventually if, if, if things go bad for that particular group, then that's when – you know, maybe that, that that's when Osorio's time is up, and they have to come in and clean the mess, which they've done many times. Yeah. Because Pachuca, the Pachuca group was the one pushing to get in Bielsa. And, uh, that never happened. You even had a Fassi traveling to go. Right. You know, try to establish talks. So, with, with Osorio's schedule, so he has, he has two hexagonal games in March. Then he has two more in June. And, and the ones in June are, they're both, I checked, they're both in Mexico. 
So they don't even have to leave the country before they go to Russia to play the uh, the Confed Cup. They don't have to like they did last time. Oh, where they went to to uh, they went to, where'd they go to Panama, to Jamaica, Jamaica, Panama, Jamaica, Mexico, and then they went to uh, the Confed <laughs> Cup. Yeah. So anyway, so so there's there, there's got to be a minimum threshold that he has to meet at each at each of these stops in order. And and I know what you're saying, Hoyle, but I think that they're that, that that you know coaches that happens to a coach when they're winning. Well, he's not necessarily winning. So if out of the they 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 play, I think it's on is it Costa Rica? Then they go to Trinidad in March. So out of those six points, how many does he need in order to not have to worry about losing his job? Huh? If if he's playing at home, he's gonna have to win all the, all the home games. So he has to get three for sure, and then then they're going to Trinidad. So does at least um, a point. So four. So so four points. But 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 you know, John, like like I mentioned in, in our column, um, I, I do think when it comes to like Confederation Cup, I think they're gonna be like analyzing just how the team plays and how they play against some of these top teams, and if and if they're not convinced that. The team is in the right direction. They could still sack him. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that though, because I, I, I think they want. I think they want to complete it. I, mean, I don't think they would like. They would much rather have a reason, you know, as far as results. How are actually? I'd much rather they have results be the reason than oh well, you know, they're they're only winning one nothing. So you have to, you know, I, I think I think it's, it has to be results. So you know, that's why I think that these that these upcoming. The upcoming schedule to me were like mini tests for him. Like he has to have, you know, this many, otherwise he's gone. The next one, you know, he has to have, like, I mean, imagine, you know, in, in, in June, they have, they play Honduras and the States at home. And frankly, I mean, you couldn't ask for two better games to prepare for the Confed Cup than Honduras and the U.S. at home. I mean, that really, uh, they don't have to go to the States to play three games and then go to, you know what I'm saying? The, the, you, that's plenty. I mean, th- those are two, uh, high pressure games for Mexico and especially at home. Because you know they're the teams that have had, that have beaten the Mexico at home recently. The two last the two losses they've had at the Azteca were Honduras and the U.S. So if if, if they don't get and I, and again you know what well, what what's the minimum there? I mean, it's four points acceptable. I would say four points are acceptable there because it's your two toughest opponents. John, but you're going with logic. I know I'm going with logic. Well, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, but, but they, they what I'm saying is that they won't be able to fire them if they lose one of those because they have the Confed Cup. So at that point, the Confed Cup becomes just a massive pressure cooker. So, oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so to me, it, it's almost like his entire existence, you know, his, his future as, as a coach in Mexico will, will lie on those two games, the Honduras game and Mexico City game. And, you know, there's a very good chance. I've, I'm not sure how far down the list they are as far as like the protocol and on what they do to find people, like your first defense, second defense, third defense. I'm not sure how far down the list is you, you, you're, you're, you're playing in an empty stadium. Is I know I know it's coming up, and and you know the the U.S. could either they could either say it's not going to be at the Azteca, which frankly might be a good thing, or they say you got to play in an empty stadium. I mean that's that that's common coin. So those two games are are are, are for me the key to Osorio's future in Mexico. If he can get decent results there, the Confed Cup. I think the Confed Cup honestly. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure people would want Mexico to advance to the next round, and then they can do it. But I mean, there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. But, but see, that's where we that's where we see the media will backstab you because you know with, with Chepo they were calling it a fracaso, and, and the team wasn't didn't really get outplayed, and, and they played Brazil and Italy, and <laughs> you know Mexico's you know, best game was against Brazil because they 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 took the you know the early beat down, but they, they came back really yeah. strong. Yeah, and, and I know but really well. they spin it in a way, and, and if you read the forums, like like big soccer, and people are convinced that the team could have done better, and it's, or that they played really bad, but but we're playing World Cup champion teams. Yeah, um, nine World Cups between <laughs> them, and one of them at home. And yeah, and people were mad, and I'm like, um, yeah, we're, we're nowhere near the level of those teams. I, I don't know where these expectations came from. Well, I kind of do know. You know, but uh, it, it's it's the same again with 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 Osorio. You know, the team could be headed down the right direction. All of a sudden, they for some reason they don't like it. They'll just you know, they'll throw everything at him. And and fans are, you know, Mexico fans are proven to be very fickle. They'll, I, I seen them go from La Puente para Presidente to Fuera La Puente. It happened. It could happen in the same game. Yeah, over same a game. bad, over a bad gold cup. <laughs> so, well, see that. So, okay, so that's so that that'll be the next step. So, if see if he survives the Confed Cup, honestly, I think then then he'll be fine through Russia. But no, but if he has if he has a bad June, then he's gone. That's my that's my mistake. that's my thing, John. What, what is surviving? Because to me, if the team looks good and they didn't qualify to the second round. Which happens for a lot of reasons, you know. You, you could even get the points; it could have been goal differential, and, and it just didn't happen. Right. Um, but the team still look good, and and they're in the right path. They could still call it a fracaso and sack him, you know. So, so he would have to at least what get to the semifinal. No, I mean I don't think I don't think that. The, uh, well, yeah, if you make it to the next round, you, it's in the semifinal. So, it goes. They'd accept that. Yeah, it's eight four. If the team looks good and they don't continue on in the tournament, then... well, see, but that's what I'm saying though. Is, is that if if, is the, if Mexico wins or does well in the games against the U.S. and Honduras, if say if they get four, if they get six, even better, right? Let, let's say let's then it, it won't matter what they do in the Confed Cup. Uh, that, that, that's the point I'm trying to make. You know, they, they could go three and out, and it won't matter. But if if, if they lose one of those. Or you know, if they only come out say with one point out of the Honduras US, and they do badly at the, the Confed Cup, then he's gone. But they can't get rid of him before the Confed Cup, so that's why that's why those two games are so important to him. Because 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 then the Confed Cup can just be an exercise. Well, let's go see what we can do. Because you know we're 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 coming back next year, so let's use this as a dress rehearsal. So let's try some stuff. You know. But if he has, but if he's going in there having lost to the US or to Honduras, he's going to have a lot more pressure. The team's going to have a lot more pressure. Well, if they, if they lose to, to the U.S. or Honduras and get one point or something, or, or three points, uh, is that going to put them in danger for qualifying? Because I think no, it I don't think so. And, uh, but again, it all depends on what happens in, in these two games. So yeah, don't worry too much then. Well, unless they're in, I'm, I'm just the- telling you that uh, that that that's you know because after that they're only going to have four games they're going to have four games to qualify and, and and if they're like in major problems then yeah he's going to be in major problems and they're going to that's when Tuca will come in and save the day 
they if they survive if they let him through a seven zero with all that heat, I think they'll let him through a lot. You know, any any type of little bumps in the road of confederate. Well, yeah, but see, that's the thing though is, is that the seven you know the seven zero was allowed because you know he didn't lose. You know, if, if he had looked badly, you know, didn't look all that good against Canada, or whatever it is, if they if they you know win any of those games or if they lost a few of those. Then yeah, that seven zero would have cost him his job. But because he hadn't lost yet, so the seven zero was, you know, forgiven somewhat. But I mean, it was, you know, let's just say that that his account was debited dramatically out of that seven zero, and he's having a, you know, he needs to make some deposits, you know, in order to have, uh, you know, restore some faith is what he needs to do. And the only way he's going to do that is to get four points from the first two games, and probably four that 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 would give them twelve points. With four games left to play, and uh, I think in the last one, so in the last one they got three. I mean, did they even make twelve points in the last one? I don't think they did, did they? Hey, gentlemen, I gotta call it a night. All right, Ronnie, thanks for joining us. All right, we'll see you guys later, Ronnie. Yeah. So they had they only won once on the road, and they and they tied. So that four points on the road. And the only one once at the Azteca, they tied twice, and they lost the other one. Well, if any, if if the fans are going to, yeah, so they had nine points. If the fans are going to turn on the coach, is going to be in the Azteca, unless the new the new uh, change for this year is that Pancho Villa's army is going to be there, and if the fans start turning on the, the, the team, I don't know if VA is going to do. So, so they might. Wait, the, yeah, but but you're talking about like what 90k stadium, and they're gonna yeah. have like what a, 500 gonna be, fans. It's gonna be hard, but I mean, if they can, they will make a bleep, dude. With without due respect. Well, at least in that section, it's like right in right in the player's face. Like if the whole stadium is whistling. Yeah, but Azteca is general admission, man. So Pancho Villa can be wherever. They better rope it off quick because uh, that place is general admission. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I would assume they would get their own little section, but well, it used to be. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, when you 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 just went there, did you, did you have an assigned seat, or was it general admission? Yeah, yeah, we had assigned seats. You did. Okay, so maybe maybe they've changed it because it used to be general admission. Of course, that uh, was like twenty years ago. I'm sure things are different now. Yeah, there's assigned seats. We're split up. Our, our group was split up even. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do, but uh, okay. Well, it looks like we're uh, we're at a good place to stop. So, I guess my last question, Joel and, and Chiki, so I'll ask y'all before we uh, end the show is: Does Osorio make it past the Confed Cup? Oh, I think so. Good question, John. I honestly don't know. I'm looking at the crystal ball, and it, it's it's uh it's cloudy. The magic eight ball is not uh, is not giving you uh, not a giving clear you signal. No. What, what are the two teams? Honduras and the U.S. are the two qualifiers before confederations, right? Yeah, and they're both they're both in Mexico. Oh, they're gonna win those, man. This is like a weekend uh, Concacaf. This this round, I think. So those should those should be wins for sure. 
and they're going to go into confederations just just cruising just to experiment like you were saying and it should be no problem for him even if they go three and out so you're thinking uh so you yeah. so, so he'll 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 be there you know i i i guess it all really depends on on uh how they play in mexico obviously because the three out of the four games are in mexico so if, if if they struggle at home, I think that he I think that he'll be he'll he'll be done after the Confed Cup. But if they, you know, Jikis, if if you're right, if they, you know, you know, say out of these uh, twelve points, they end up getting ten. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you know if, if something crazy happened and they did, then you know they they're practically they're practically in the World Cup. I mean, it would take a you know just a, a, a major calamity for them not to make the World Cup at that point. So. Uh, you know that that would be uh, that, but I you know I personally think the the target should be twelve points. I think if they get get twelve points, uh, and remember they they they've already stolen three. They've already stole two points from the U.S. So it's, you know they have those in the bank. They haven't started uh, you know holding serve at uh, at the Azteca or wherever they play Azteca or wherever. You know the that that's where they'll you know how will determine how quickly they're they're able to qualify if they do qualify. So. We'll see how that works out, gentlemen. Thank you very much for uh, for your your time. I'm, I'm glad we were able to you know kind of sort of start on time this uh, this week. So it's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you guys. We had a we had a good conversation. It was good. You and uh, luckily for us, we get to watch some uh, Liga MX games again this weekend. You know, just just as football ends, it's perfect to perfect. You know, just as football starts winding down, Liga MX picks up. So. That uh, hopefully uh, will uh, ease uh, ease some of our burdens on the weekend. Joel, thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir. Good luck this week. And I want my team to win. Same to you, Joel. I hope that, uh, <laughs> although, you know, historically, at least, at least in, in this century, uh, Chivas uh, Pumas games have been like just terrible boards. Like there's so many 0 0 games. <laughs> I mean, I'm mean, serious. Yeah. They're just, they're just, they're just no, a ton no, of them. Yeah. But uh, I know that uh, I agree. yeah, the last one, Pumas uh, won 1-0, but it was on an auto goal. But, uh, you know, I used to bet stuff, but I can't bet because I, I, every, every time I bet a Pumas game, they lose. So. You jinx. I'm the same, John. Yeah. Well, then, then, if, you know, then, then, then somebody would break their curse <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we made a bet. See, the other thing I do is I always bet like Avatar Avies, and then I like I tweet for a few times. And I decided I still I just don't tweet for that week, so no one has to see my <laughs> my Chivas with a pink bow in the hair, or or not Chivas Pumas, or like I had to be uh, Batocletti from the seventies. <laughs> and and then one time I had to be uh, something from America. Oh, it was awful for a week. I'd suggest well, let me be Chespirito and you know like in a chamfle. That that to me would be an acceptable. So if you ever lose an avatar uh, bet, Joel, if you get to choose your America Abbey, just choose the one with Chespirito when it has a chamflet. Then, then that, you know, it, would ease, it would ease the pain. <laughs> 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 all right, gentlemen. Chikis, uh, thanks very much yeah, man. for setting all this up. And, and thank you, everyone out there, for listening uh, on the Los Acero. I'm sorry, the Cantina Mekis podcast. I know we had some folks uh, listening to us. We had uh, Daniel... Sorry, Daniel. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll, we'll speak English uh, or speak. Hablemos un poco más español para para la próxima. No te no te preocupes. 
and uh, Sergio Cruz was on. So thank you, Sergio, for, for joining us. And Javier Venegas says Chivas is over. Chivas is overrated. Jorge. They haven't played a game yet, but they're already <laughs> overrated. No, hey, they finished top four two two seasons in a row, man. That's uh, right. You know, I, I don't might, know how you could. They might be overpriced, they might, but they're not over. And over and overhyped. Well, but, uh, Fernando would be the first to tell you that the Chivas is the most hyped team in the in the league. Yeah, overpriced and overhyped, but. Definitely not overrated. Uh, you know, their stats speak for themselves. Well, I hope it works out for you, Hoyt. I mean, I want I want to hear you belt out the you know you know belt out the song at the end of the season. <laughs> I think it'll be something that you that you'll have you'll have no no problem doing. So, thank you and and thank you all, Chiquis, and thanks to Ronnie and to Dan, uh, who joined us earlier that had the fall off. I really appreciate y'all. Joining us uh, on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, you can listen to this again live every Wednesday night on YouTube around 9, 9 30 p.m. Central. And of course, you can listen to this po- podcast and all of our previous editions on iTunes. So thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Se plagiaron el himno de este escenario, me cae de amarme.